Today, we'd like to shout out this season's title sponsor, Falcon Tires, who's celebrating 40 years of ultra-high performance this year. For four decades, Falcon's been pushing the boundaries of performance, both on and off the track. With a relentless pursuit of innovation, Falcon has become a dominant force in the world of motorsports and high-performance tire technology. With five drift championships in 18 years and an abundance of motorsports wins both domestic and abroad, from professional series to grassroots events, Falcon's Azenus tires have established themselves as tires of choice for competitive drivers around the world. Whether you're a weekend warrior or a professional driver, Falcon has the perfect tire for you. Their ultra-high-performance Azenus lineup includes the DOT-approved Azenus RT660 that helps you chase the ultimate lap time without having to swap tires before each track day, and the all-new, all-season tire, the Azenus FK460, that blends the versatility you demand of an all-season tire with the excitement you expect from Azenus. Go experience the thrill of the track in your everyday drive with Falcon Tires, where innovation meets performance. Learn more about their entire lineup at falcontire.com. You're listening to the Silly Mania Podcast Season 2, brought to you by Falcon Tires. Here we document the history of drifting by interviewing the OGs and trendsetters of drifting culture. Welcome to the Sill 80 Mania podcast. I'm your host, Benson Sue, and I'm joined by my co-host, Nadine Sue. Hey, honey buns. Hey. And also, we've got our audio video wizard, Mark Mondoy. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Mark. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, we've been gone for like a year. Is <laughs> no, that we right? haven't. It feels like a long a time. I think it has been a year. You've been playing around with story time. I've been messing so. around. No, but... We're we're the whole gang's back together, and we are going to start season two. I'm so excited for this. Yes, I'm excited. And do you guys like our new setup? Yeah, we got a new set. If if you're watching on Spotify video or YouTube, you can check out our new set. We've got some lighting. We got some multiple cameras here. We got like some like we we got our we got our experienced uh, videographers and photographers in to set up this nice set with like you know depth of field and lighting and it's pretty fancy yeah it it looks really fancy i feel like we could do better we but can like, definitely do better but you know we're in progress work in progress right yeah work in progress yeah for sure so but i'm i'm proud of it. i think we look legit yeah we always did but we look legitter yeah is legitter a <laughs> word <laughs> no it's not stop. it's the word of the day legitter Oh, my God. Well, I'm excited to kick off this first episode of the season with our guest. And we're going to do something fun. So I'm ready for you. Don't worry about it. Just do the announcement. Just do the intro. Okay. I'm going to intro our guest. Uh, We got a longtime friend of mine. Um, who I met on the internet. He's my internet Damn, friend. Damn, you and your internet friends. <laughs> you met me on the internet too. Is this I, how you I like... mean, I met Mark on the internet too. Oh, damn. I only make friends on the internet. <laughs> this is how Benson obtains the people. This in is his how I life. gather my friends. Oh, my God. That sounds really cool. Just another notch on my belt. <laughs> so, what the hell? I have uh, this gentleman I met. On the internet, but it was in the early days of drifting where, you know, 
there wasn't a whole lot of drifting websites out there. And so when there was another one out there, you kind of, you connected right away. You made the conversation with this person. You reached out and you shared your common interest in Japanese culture and uh, and drifting and, you know, Option Magazine and all that stuff. Uh, turns out he ended up becoming a pioneer of drifting in the USA, specifically in the Midwest, in Chicago. Uh, he did a lot for the area, uh, helped start Club FR, who held several events. Um, he did a bunch of stuff with, uh, you know, trying to pursue his career in in Formula D, pro drifting. Um, then he went to Japan. He did he did a lot of stuff, and we're going to talk about all of that today. But I feel like this guy is important to U.S. drifting, uh, drifting history, drifting culture. And so it's my honor to introduce Rob Ryder to the show. What's up, Rob? Hey, How's it going, guys? welcome. Good to be here. Welcome, yeah. Rob. Before we be get here. any Thank further, you. you're going to help us pop a bottle to celebrate awesome. being the first guest of the season. Oh, so not honor. everybody gets to what do this. Honor. So yeah. well, All right. do you do Open the it honors? up right next to the mic so we can get some <laughs> ASMR. Should we do it? Yeah, please don't aim please at, don't hit at me. me. Please don't hit me. Oh my god, he just let it go. He did. He just let it go. All right. Okay. All right. Ladies ladies first. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. This is so cool. I'm glad we're in person and you're like living in California now so we can do this. Who would have thought that, right? I know. Guys, Rob. Like when I met him, look at all that head. That's pretty cool. You got to hold it in. (laughs) When I met Rob, he was living in Chi Town. And then he moved and he moved to Japan. And then he moved and he lived in Hawaii. And then, like, he got married and he had kids. And then he moved to California. That's right. Finally. So. I hope it's, I hope we're done moving. I, I, I hope know. so too. No, you're done. Can you just stay? Yeah. I, I'd really <laughs> I was going like to say, stay. I was going to say you move as, as often as you get a new car. Oh. New drift car. Except he rolled up. Rob rolled up today in no car. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, that's okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Kampai. Talk about minivan life. There we go. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Season one. Season, season, right. season two. Season one. I mean, episode one. one. Congrats I'm on season drunk. two, guys. Thank you. Mm. Mm, yum, yum. Okay. Good stuff. Sweet. That's good. All right. Okay, so let's get into it. Yeah. I'm get the ask, party started. Yeah. I'm going to ask you... A question we asked each other in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when you get into cars, you're young. Uh-huh. You don't know a whole lot about cars. You're not a vet at, you know, car modification. And yeah. uh, so a lot of us have done really dumb things to to our first car to try and make it fast or cool. Can yeah. you think of anything that you did that was dumb, that you regret is embarrassing? Man, you know, I think. Fortunately, I I was like an internet nerd, so I would research everything before I did it. So I never see. We didn't have that when. Yeah, no, I don't you know. just did it. Yeah, we you just, just like we just tried. did it. I mean, I think one of the things I regretting it wasn't a dumb mom, but I regret it is I I did a a standalone engine management system on my Miata. Right? The heck are you talking Wait, about? Say that again. A standalone engine management system, like whatever. Like that's uh, very advanced. Wow, is this yeah. those new, kid, sounds, new school kids? Way? No, but it sounds advanced. But I had no idea what I was doing. So I—that's what I mean. It was like ripping everything out. So it wasn't an ECU. A, it was like it is a yeah. standalone ECU? ECU. Yeah, yeah, like it, it. That's so advanced. 
but I had no idea what I was doing. So okay. I guess it was scary because I took a car that had a warranty and I just like ripped it apart. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the dumbest thing I ever did. And then it didn't start and you're like, why does yeah, it start? Yeah, it took like a month for me to figure out why it wasn't working. So. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty stupid. And then figuring out how to that's like. so <laughs> dumb. It was pretty stupid. Yeah. But nothing like, you know, cutting springs. And oh, hey, hey. always the prime yeah. example. You know yeah. what? I am damn proud of that. Okay. Half is I mean, she set the bar. You can't really. That's right. Half is good. Someone came on the show and cut more than half. You should be proud to set the bar. I'm hella proud. I'm a bar setter. Yeah, exactly. Do the the good stuff. Pave the way. (laughs) But I mean, we've all done modifications where it's like good intentions and you get done or halfway through and you're like, oh, I've messed up. I've made a mistake. And you've gone too far. And you're like, I got to go to work in an hour. You're like, my car doesn't start what do i do so yeah that's kind of the worst thing i think i've done is just you go ahead first without thinking through right yeah okay i might as well (laughs) yeah i'll take that i'll take that all right all right so i want to know rob tell us the moment you fell in love with drifting Ooh. oh fell in love with drifting was there like a single moment where it just happened or you know, I think, you know, I had done a lot of autocrossing early on. Yeah. Um, because of your dad, I, right? You guys both were. Yeah, yeah. So we got into Miatas for whatever reason. I don't actually really remember. But we would go to the, the autocross uh, events in the area and I would join in. And just kind of naturally, you know, with the Miata, it, the rear end would come around and I kind of enjoyed that feeling. And I don't think I knew what it was initially. And then. After going to Japan a few times, um, that's when I got into it. And then, well, you went to Japan before we met, or before we started talking online. Yeah, With work, definitely for work for Toge. No, this was in or? high school. This was in high school. Jeez, I didn't know. Was this brat. like a exchange program, or? Yeah, so I mean, I took Japanese all four years of my high school. Oh, just why? by just by chance. So you know, in high school, everyone takes a language. Yeah. Why did you take, like? Why did you take Japanese? Because it was different. He wanted right? to meet Japanese girls. That's right. That's I know. Funny. Yeah. I mean, you have a type. Okay, definitely. <laughs> continue. But um, but there was also a Japanese. Well, we had a Mitsuo by us, right? Mm-hmm. Or Yaohan, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Dang, um, he knows only the, the old OGs school. know. Yeah. yeah, you're OG. So, OG. So I'd always go to the bookstore, and there'd be the magazines there, right? And I didn't know anything about them, but other than I liked the cars and I wanted to read them, so I kind of took Japanese as that. Like, let me just figure out how to, you know, read these magazines. But um. So I took it all four years and I went those those couple of years. I went twice in high school. And I remember one of my uh, host uh, brothers that I stayed at for two weeks. He actually lived in Guma, actually pretty close to some mountains there. But mm. he gave me my first video, which was Drift Club Volume 2. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, and I just remember watching that like 50 times like in a weekend. I remember just watching it. And I kind of fell in love with it then, not having actually been drifting. Yeah. Um. But it's funny, I can't remember the first time I actually drifted and like that feeling. Mm-hmm. But because I'm pretty sure I just went out one night and said, like, let me just figure this out and like yeah. play around in my own car. Yeah. But yeah, I got hooked pretty quick. Yeah. So can't remember one time. But I mean, the nice thing about Chicago was snow and rain and a lot of easy ways to, yeah, to practice. Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. <clears throat> yeah. I was, I didn't even know that part. I just thought that you went to Japan later like when you knew about drifting and stuff no i had no idea i mean yeah my initial reason was yeah females probably Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) 
Oh yeah, but now now that you're saying that, I remember just because when you when you did travel to Japan later, you were already kind of fluent. So yeah, I mean, I went there a few times in high school, and then I thought I was okay until you actually go later and you're older and you live there and right. you realize how shit you are. And yeah, I got really really good from that point. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's I can't remember how many times I've been now. I've been so many times, but yeah. it's a big part of me. And I mean, we lived there for four or five years, so mm-hmm. it was really cool. But um yeah yeah going back i don't know how i i don't remember the first time i fell in love with it it's just always been a passion from what i can remember so yeah. it's just been so long that we've been into it yeah oh. what year did you graduate high school oh one. Oh one. yeah Ooh. so before oh one now we know exactly how old oh, you are do the math do yeah the i math. went in 2000 for the first time nice yeah okay that's cool yeah. millennium i like yeah. to go once I know we haven't even gone one. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Right? I, I still I always ask you like, why you guys? I don't know why it's so unbelievable to people that have we've like never been. four kids, and I'm gonna. You guys gonna pay up for our tickets? It's gonna be a t- oh hi. I like six tickets to yeah. Japan. And when we right. and we always knew that if we went or when we went that we'd want to yeah. spend a long time there. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so much to do. We especially can't get babysitters. Like I need a week yeah. minimum, minimum just for yeah. the drifting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's, you got to give yourself time. Especially, yeah. I just, when you're on the West Coast, it's so easy to get there too, right? So. Yeah. Got to go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going. Okay. We're going. Yeah. Benson's going to put the bill. Business class, maybe. <laughs> got to sell some podcast equipment first. <laughs> <laughs> Season two is over. <laughs> so uh, a lot of your love for cars, that comes from your dad? Yeah, I mean, it, we were a family that, you know, you know, my my parents worked at United. Uh, my grandparents worked at United in Chicago. That was the, you know, it still is a home base of United. But kind of always into planes, anything with moving parts and an engine, I was always really into. Yeah. And uh, just kind of gravitated towards cars. You know, he had cars growing up, and I remember always having a cool car. And yeah. kind of got into it that way. It was the most accessible thing, right? Yeah. Um, making plastic model cars mm-hmm. as a kid and, and all that. So yeah, it just it came from always oh, Japanese cars too, right? Not. Um. No, I mean, I remember when I was born, he had like a Trans Am. Okay. Um, That's sick. Yeah, it was like that old one that has like the yeah, the, eagle. the Phoenix or whatever yeah. it is on the mm-hmm. hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You're so Japanese, he, you yeah. say Phoenix. Yeah. He had a Corvette before that. And then okay. I think growing up, he had a GTI. Okay. Nice. And then um, then it got into Japanese because he got like a Honda Civic hatchback. And that was kind of cool for a while. And then there was always something cool. Yeah. You know, like growing up, like a Starion. You guys remember what that yeah. is? Yeah. Hell yeah. You said Mitsubishi. something cool. So <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> no, and then I then he had and I what hater. I learned to drive stick on was actually um an Impreza two point five RS. Yeah. So what a brat. which at the time it was cool. I mean it wasn't fast, right? It's way yeah. cool. But it was pretty yeah. cool. No, all these cars all the all these cars yeah. are like normal people don't own these cars. It's like enthusiasts. Yeah, people yeah. that are passionate about cars own all of these. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. single car that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it came from him for sure. And then for whatever reason, he got into Miata, and I don't really remember why, but um, pretty quickly we got really involved in the Miata club in the area, the Windy City Miata club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would do drives throughout the, the Midwest and stuff, but we really gravitated towards the, the autocross. And we yeah, were yeah. Really heavily involved in autocross. So, and that's where I attribute all of my car control skills is autocross. I really think it's one of those things that you should have to do autocross 
along with driving school, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I've avoided so many major crashes because of knowing how to yeah. like, right. maneuver a car, right? Right. So, um, but yeah, so that's how we got into it, mainly because of my dad. And then he had the car. And then, yeah, when I turned 17 is when I got my, my Miata. Did your dad drift? No. He's driven or he's ridden with me maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. No, Does he think you're crazy? No, he's really into it. Why have you yeah. never asked him to drift your car? I don't know. Never he, even thought he about He probably is like, oh, I can do this. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a cool time too. And we would use, we would go to the autocrosses and for a long time he would kick my ass. And yeah. That, you know, like you finally get to a point where like I would beat him. Yeah. It was like a passing of the torch <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you earned yeah. your right. Yeah. And then we would go back and forth, which is kind of fun, right? Okay. Oh, so. that's really sweet. And then I turbocharged my car, and then it wasn't really fair. Not fair anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Whatever. It's the driver, not yeah. the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but that was a good time, and that's where it all came from for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. very darling. And so very sweet. I know. Well, and that, I think I think it makes it's pretty key too, because if you have parents who aren't adamantly against this mm-hmm. thing, yeah. whether spending money on cars or going out with your friends who are involved yeah. in cars and stuff, mm-hmm. it, it really helps you. I guess go further. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're fighting the whole way, you're not going to get. Well, I I feel like um, most of us, uh, Mark, you can let me know if you agree too. But uh, I felt like when when we were teenagers and we were modifying cars, it was a form of rebellion. Or just freedom, right? Get out, get out of the house, go do something. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's that's totally different. Um, That's I mean, I don't know if it's uh if it's an Asian thing or or what, but like uh, you know that's not that's not studying and spending your time <laughs> getting good grades. So it yeah. was not ever something that was supported fully supported yeah. from my parents. So I can't imagine what what how different that is. Well, yeah. I think I think fixing up cars was like fashion for me. It wasn't rebellion. It okay. was fashion for me. Okay, it was yeah. like you get wheels because they're like good shoes. And yeah. like you paint your car because yeah, like but would, like, would you get new wheels and be like, check it out, mom and dad, I got new wheels? Or would <laughs> yeah. you not tell them because they'd be like, oh, you're oh, wasting yeah. your money? My mom'd and... be like, Wait, how'd you pay for that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they were super supportive, and they didn't. They're supportive in that like they weren't against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember specifically there was a time when um, when I was going to turbocharge that car, and I had to take a loan out to do it. What a loan? Yeah, and then, you know, you're like a 17-year-old kid taking out a personal loan to do all this stuff. But I, I like, put together a business proposal on, like, why To get your loan. Well, I mean, to them, right? To, uh, yeah, it was to them, you know, to my parents, like, why am I going to do this? How am I going to pay it back? What's the benefit and all this kind of stuff, right? So, it's just, that's how I thought at that time. But, you know, they were supportive. And I think that was my own, like, growth into, you know... Being smart about it. Yeah. Although I don't know about being smart in the long term with right. cars is, is really a thing, but you know, there's worse, there, yeah. but there's worse ways of getting a loan, right? Much worse ways. Oh, you yeah, you yeah. wrote a proposal, you kind of <laughs> like you did it the grown up way. And yeah. I, I think if I were if that was my kid and I yeah. was the as the parent, I'd be kind of proud about that. Yeah, I mean, and that's what they said. They were like, Well, you kind of thought it all out. Like yeah. We're not super enthusiastic about this, yeah. but it's your money, your life. Like, go for it. You yeah. Know? But so they were super supportive. Yeah. Did cool. you pay them back? <laughs> no, it wasn't from them. It was like it's legit from a bank. From the bank. Yeah. Like, so like, if I, I was a bank, I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna loan you that money. They loaned you the money for 
I mean, I think it was like five thousand. Well, or what? Something. How did you reason? Like, give me money so that I can put a turbo in my car. What? What did you put in that proposal? I think I just told them that like I could do it all now, and enjoy it at one time, and then work to pay it off. Otherwise, I'm gonna be working for the next like three years to do this little by little, yeah. and I'm not gonna have as much fun if I just do it. <laughs> what now. kind of bank are you working? I don't. They gave you, and they gave you the money. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have to justify to the bank, right? I mean, I just had to like get the loan from the bank. Oh, I get it. You're asking your parents for permission to get. Yeah, I had to tell I my parents, it. like, because yeah. at that age, I couldn't walk into my bank. Yeah, even yeah, though I had yeah, an account, yeah, yeah. I couldn't be like. Hey, can I have five thousand yeah. dollars or whatever? And so I yeah. had to go with them, right? So yeah. I just sell them before they oh, go that's with me. Cute. So they co-signed okay. it. So yeah. the bank was like, whatever. Yeah. I hope yeah. you. I hope you, you default. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, but uh, but no. I mean, I'm really lucky <laughs> in my whole car life that my parents have always been really, really supportive of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, again, I mean, we can get to it later. But I, you know, I took two years out of my college education, or I stopped for two years just yeah. to focus on this, right? So. Yeah. And they were okay with it, right? So that's how supportive they were. They saw oh, how much I was into it, right? You. Very supportive. Very Jeez. supportive. Oh my gosh. Which I don't know. If my kids were doing that, I'd probably not be super into it. Yeah. But, oh. Uh, I mean, if I think about it now, but mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. So, no, I remember. They're, they're always very understanding. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the, how I yeah. would react either. Yeah, yeah. And they were super welcoming to all the people that would come over to the house. Yeah. You know, all, all us car people would come over all the time, have barbecues, and my yeah. mom would bake cookies, and yeah. we'd be watching option videos and doing a barbecue. So it was it was a really cool atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. slept downstairs it. in the basement, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. We stayed over at your house, too. A few times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Your parents are very, I think You're very helped, lucky. I think it helped that all your all your car friends were not, like, hooligans, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All nice guys. I mean, all the best people I know in my life are all car people, which yeah. is... Which yeah. is I don't want to say interesting, but it's unfortunate, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Why is that unfortunate? No, it is fortunate. I'm okay. sorry. It came out wrong, maybe, but. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, there, there's different kinds of people in car culture, but yeah. I think the avenue that we chose was kind of its own defined, specialized yeah. kind of thing. And you yeah. have to be a certain kind of person to be into it. Yeah. A little bit studious because you have to, like, research stuff. Yeah. And, Nerdy. You know, you know? And we were all doing things that. I mean, yeah, we were kind of copying a little bit what was happening in another country, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was at our fingertips. We we're just copying from someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so easy to do now, right? Yeah, you had to dig deep yeah. to find that information. Yeah. And when we connected on those things, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, because you're yeah. one out of 100 people that know. And yeah. so you have a different kind of connection, right? Yeah, for sure. So different kind of people, and we all just kind of gravitated towards yeah, each yeah. other, and we're all really good people, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's like those dudes that are into My Little Pony. <laughs> the hell? Who? Is that your God. other side thing? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Do but you have another podcast? About I don't, pony? right? Anyway, moving My on. Let's pony. talk about how you found out about drifting in the USA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was mainly the West Coast at that point, right? It might have been a little bit of West Coast. It might have been an East Coast at that point. I can't really remember. Um, Around what time? Man, that would have been... 12 o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it would have been around 2000. <laughs> One two thousand two ish probably. Okay. Yeah, I feel like because right around when I graduated high school and I got really heavily into it, um, and around two thousand one, because I remember vividly one of the most impactful video VHSs I had was like the two thousand one round of D one at Nico, and uh, mm. it was Nico and then Ebisu that year was really impactful for me, especially Ebisu. I remember that. I think that round. Man, I forget who won, but like I remember Ueno was in the in the top three. Which one? Which round? Ebisu, 
2001. Ueno was in his red sore, like street, super mm-hmm. street style sore. Mm-hmm. This was when, that that's my favorite, yeah. that's my favorite season of D1. Me too. Was when For all sure. the cars looked awesome and there was no yeah. livery, right? No. It was just, they're yeah. all street cars. Yeah. Stickers on windows only, yeah. like maybe some stickers on the paint. Yeah. But it like, was just like the best Ikaten. Yeah. yeah. Right? For sure. That same video, I think it was volume 88 of Video Auction had a, it had Tezuka at Ebisu like testing or something. Mm. It just blew my mind. I yeah. remember. Yeah. But it was right around How'd the same How'd you get a hold time. of that video? It was a bootleg from somewhere. Yeah. There was like a website that sold bootleg, I remember. Okay. I don't remember. I didn't know about websites selling bootlegs. I would have bought some yeah there was a website selling bootleg and then i found out later the video store at the yaohan by me had had all of those had i think they were bootleg too but yeah but they had them as well we had we had the same experience here in socal yeah yeah Yeah. so i would rent those and that was pretty cool but yeah but it was around that time i think you guys really started having drift days Uh and i remember it would be every sunday or like once a month on sunday I yeah. was, i'd be working at that time i remember yeah. i had a job where i was working and i'd have a computer and i would just be on your website mm-hmm. like refreshing like all day <laughs> what the hell because as soon as you guys would get back like you'd people start like people photos. would start yeah. posting stuff like yeah. a diary like yeah. oh yeah and then he had a he had his blog too yeah, like, yeah. and like the day of like there'd be random like spatterings of photos when people came home and like downloaded and mm. updated it yeah so I'd be on like Club 4AG and Slady Mania and I would just yeah. be like refreshing like yeah, all yeah. day long. Yeah. Because with the time difference, like you guys would end yeah. the day a little earlier and so yeah, I'd yeah, have like yeah. time. And I just remember being like, why am I in Chicago? This fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so sucks. what did you do about that? Well, so yeah. And then, then we would, I would do autocross obviously. And then I would go, you know, practice at night. Do you ever get you kicked know? out? Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately how Club FR got started. Yeah. Was that we, we started to get kicked out yeah where were you practicing i mean the nice thing about chicago is there's just space Wait. right i mean yeah you know there was tons of space by me but even further south you know we would call them the, D- the dcs mm-hmm. the distribution centers but that's where i met guys like simba and you know brian kohler aka crab like mm-hmm. um like all those guys you know so you met him uh, on the streets Basically, I mean, Jeez. we met him on on Silly Mania, to be honest. But uh-huh. then we, but we hadn't met before Silly Mania until we met there, and then would meet in person. Got it. Dang. But they lived a Internet little more. Friends. I mean, that's what oh. this whole thing is about, right? I think all <laughs> these it? car people are all internet friends, really. Yeah, right? yeah. But um, but no, we would go to those and practice. And I mean, those were the days where I would drive around with a like a cone in my trunk, right? <laughs> Dang. like find a big lot and put it down and just play with it, right? Yeah. So. Well, we would get kicked out of the, eventually we got kicked out of the, the autocrosses, right? Because mm-hmm. did you we disappoint were, your dad a little when you would do that? No, not at all. Okay. He, I think he, he thought it was super cool. Yeah. Okay. And he even fought with me for a while. Like, it's yeah. not like dangerous, you yeah, know, yeah. but they, insurance requirements, you know, mm-hmm. I, I get it now. Yeah. I didn't get it at the time because I was young, but then yeah. once I got into organizing events, mm-hmm. I totally understood it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's just. You know, you're renting a lot from a high school or something. Yeah. Like, it's just not cool. So, yeah. you know, I, I get it. But, you know, a lot of us would go to their um, autocrosses and try to kind of hang the rear end a little bit. I mean, at, at the end, before we got fully kicked out, I mean, I was there with like TF Dave, you know, from Toge Factory and TF Mike from Toge Factory. And there was like other people that, you know, really 
stayed we stayed together the whole time through club afar we all started all crosses until we got kicked out right okay. and then that's where we wanted to start club afar do something formal yeah. right and then that's where that idea came from when we started our own little crew of like okay how do we do this right and that's where phil and i kind of spearheaded a lot of that phil um, who phil lee okay so yeah phil lee and i really spearheaded that how did you meet phil Sillyatedmania.com, I okay. think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I, had no, I didn't yeah. know. Like, I didn't even. It's funny that you're meeting yeah. people in your area from a LA based website. Yeah. I mean, because we didn't have anything. And that's what eventually Club of Far became. And yeah. there were other websites like um, there was one that was popular for us called MWIR, which was Midwest. Yeah. Midwest Import Racing or something. Mm-hmm. There were some other forums that popped up too. But um club of R was really big for a while getting us together but it started at at Slady mania but yeah i think we met originally there and then he and i met kind of halfway between madison wisconsin and chicago mm-hmm. where he lived at the time when we just talked about what we want to do and he had spent a lot of time in chicago too with other guys you know because i had seen him around um with you know that it was way back i mean he'd be hanging out with like you know, Josh from Mercy Devil, yeah. and, you know, or Proceed. And, you know, they kind of had their own like Honda kind of circle going mm-hmm. on. And yep. um, so, again, yeah, we finally met up and, and talked about it. And then we had a little crew where I remember on the South Side Chicago, we all got together and talked about what to do. And, you know, Simba was there, Phil was there. You know, there's just tons of people down there. You know, um, Tim Holly was a, was a really OG guy in, in Chicago that he actually gave us a space. You know, he, he did the first SR swap that I knew of, but I mean, so it was all this, this fun time where we were trying to figure out what to do. Um, and then we kind of tapped into the West coast and that's where we, we kind of knew what to do. Cause I had helped with the autocross stuff, mm-hmm. but the drifting piece was new, especially the insurance piece. Right. Yeah. And so we had to dip into club four AG and then that's where Phil and I reached out originally to, to Moto and then yeah. kind of to Naoki as well. Right. And I think Moto was kind of doing his own thing and really focused on 4G at that point. And at that time, like D1 stuff and yeah. everything. So we kind of latched on and now he had the time to help us. So right. We actually, for the first year or two of Club FR, I'd say we were like an affiliate of Club 4G. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, before so we, we get doing it, drifting. Yeah. Before yeah, we get yeah. too much into <clears throat> how that started, yeah. like there was a there was a period of drifting before uh club fr and drift day right you guys you're, you're talking about a lot of street drifting yeah i mean we did a lot i mean street yeah there was a lot of that yeah yeah i mean it, it was mostly parking lots though i mean we're not blessed with the mountains like you have yeah out here or in japan so there right. was a lot of just big wide open spaces and mm-hmm. the dcs like i talked about as well and you'd find a random corner here and there yeah. too that was really cool but yeah there was a lot of that i mean we would meet up two three times a week yeah that, right that's yeah. crazy and then, and yeah. then i re- i have vivid memories of you drifting at the tire rack test test course yeah the tire yeah. rack is based in chicago no so it's not actually it's not even close it's okay. in indiana okay i forget what town you indiana. drove to indiana for this yeah yeah so that's maybe like a three or four hour drive to indiana and uh-huh. they were the first ones to kind of go let's see what this is all about right uh-huh. um and gave us a shot so yeah the first drift day ever was actually at the test okay the with, test as yeah. as club fr as club fr a drift day associate yeah i think our insurance was probably through through drift day at that point uh-huh. or at least 
Yeah, I forget the exact way we had it, but yeah. it was so the first one I think technically was there, and then we went back and forth with. Um, there was a cart track in Illinois that was yeah. also about two or three hours away. What was that called? It was called Norway. Okay. Small little cart track, but we kind of would go back and forth between those two venues right. most of the time. So at that yeah. point, you guys were holding your first events. Um, who was who was the one kind of leading the way, kind of showing the other people, um, you know, like this is how you do it and, you know, th like this is how you have better technique and this is what you're doing wrong and right. Yeah. How did I mean, that go down? Because, I mean, there was no one there to kind of show you guys, right? You guys had to um, learn on your own. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of us were practicing on the streets and then going to yeah. the events, right? Yeah. And there was a core of us who probably were further along than most, mm -hmm. right? And I think a lot of that had to do, too, with our connection. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention in Chicago's birth of drifting would be Dave Lee and Toge Factory, because um, without that kind of hub of knowledge, know-how, like influence on style, and then straight up just parts and fixing stuff, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't so, have gotten very far. So right? early on, yeah. Dave Lee, like he knew what's up with yeah. like Japanese car style. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's where a lot of, I mean, we're all were into Japanese car stuff as of videos and yeah. magazines and stuff like that yeah. because of. Yahan Mitsuwa, we were all kind of in it when the videos were starting to come out. I mean, those are those are the days when I'd be on LimeWire for like five hours mm -hmm. trying to find, you know, downloaded videos and am I gonna kill my computer because I'm yeah. downloading some video? But you know, yeah. it was that. So, but he was a hub and he would bring stuff in and like have Drift and Goku like yeah. in there. So it was just this hub of like like-minded people, yeah. right? Um, and you ended up yeah. working there too, right? Yeah, for a long time too, yeah. which was which was really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. You just, you, it's like take money and like you earn it and you just like give it, <laughs> give it back. It's just, <laughs> yeah. You work for parts. Yeah, basically. So, um, but I think a lot of our style kind of in Chicago, especially at the time came from that mm -hmm. and that we had that hub. And, you know, that was the time when Dave was bringing in Japanese parts. He was, you know, starting origin USA. Yeah. Version select USA. So, you know, we and that was yeah. I remember that was a huge moment for the Midwest, right? Because yeah. if you were importing things from Japan or if you were closely tied with a company in Japan, yeah. you were in Southern California, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many uh, there's uh, there's a large Japanese population in yeah. Southern California. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's, I guess, it, you know, it's by the docks of Long yeah. Beach. And yeah. so it just made sense. And it was yeah. also very much a hub for um japanese car culture in the u.s in southern california so yeah. when he established that that was huge because he didn't establish that and move to socal right he kept it there yep and even though that yeah. meant shipping it yeah. to long beach and then shipping it to the midwest yep. like that's how it was yeah if if i wanted some origin lab parts i had to get it from chicago yeah. which was yeah. crazy yeah yeah i mean yeah i remember I think the fenders on your car are actually yeah. I shipped to you. Yeah. yeah I have I it on my that. car still. <laughs> yeah, right? Like it's it's crazy. So yeah, yeah. But so him starting that and having that, I think really propelled us in the Midwest mm -hmm. from a styling perspective, because we had access to all those cool parts. And, yeah. You know, Dave himself has a really keen eye for style. Mm -hmm. Um and so that kind of permeated throughout the the scene at that time too, right? And 
I mean, my car, you know, for example, Miata had, I couldn't do the things a lot of those guys were doing in the 240 yeah. community, but by and large, it just really helped the community have a specific style mm-hmm. and kind of a hub that we, that's, like, that's where we met on Friday afternoons mm. and like would drive up to the events on Saturday or Sunday from there. It was always the hub of where you would get together. So, yeah. I feel like yeah. it's still the hub to today. Like there's, yeah. he's still so involved and still yeah. cutting edge, trying new things. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like it's not changed. So, yeah. And I mean, yeah. he's, you know, got the stance suspension piece too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot that he's been able to push forward in the yeah. community. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, he was a great driver. You know, there's a whole host of great drivers. If I try to name, I'm going to miss someone. So I'm not going to try, but yeah. Um, you just don't remember do, their names because you're drunk. <laughs> Are you drunk? You're not drunk. Juice. Do you want try. more champagne? No. Yeah. I'll do more champagne. Yeah. Um, it's a thank you. Sweet, thank you. But you know, um, but I mean, it, it was a, <laughs> wow, that's a good poor thing. Um, but I think it, you know, we're really lucky in Chicago that, I mean, our season is fairly short, but yeah. I would, if it was raining, I would go drive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If it was snowing, I had my winter beater every year. I mean, I, I cringe to think about it now with the prices that things are, but every, every year, pretty much for three or four years, I would buy like a rusted out S13 or S14 and use really? it f- use it for the winter. Your winter missile. Yeah, and you'd use it for the winter. What a life. And then you'd I get rid of it cuz I mean it was already rusty before you got it and yeah. then you'd drive it all winter in the snow and then it would be just horrible and you'd sell it yeah. again. I remember doing that like 3 or 4 times. So when the season was short for like true drifting, like mm-hmm. I mean we would drift all year round, right? And I think I attribute that a lot of really great drivers we would we're good in the, the rain. Yeah. Practice in the snow, which, you know, a lot of the tandem that I did, I've, I just learned so much in the snow because mm. you'd have, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be like me and Simba or something like in two cars we don't care about just trying to hit each other or yeah. whatever. So it was really fun, right? But yeah. you learn a lot from it about proximity and how to just be really comfortable, really close to someone. So mm-hmm. That's so cool because yeah. I, I remember like my first event at, at, we were at Irwindale and it was the first time it rained. And yeah. I, I was just clueless. I was like, what I do we do? I remember that one because I remember seeing it. And we, I was, I think I was supposed to go to that event. Mm-hmm. I was either thinking about driving out there mm-hmm. or like shipping my car or do something. Because it, was it a driver search? I, I don't, I don't know. I think it was connected with a drift date and a driver search or like, it was like Saturday this, Sunday this or something yeah. like that. But. I remember it raining and I watched people like not driving well and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're like I, I know that. Totally drive. Like yeah. I could drive in, in the snow. Yeah. It, so. ne- it never yeah. rained. It never rained <laughs> yeah. on our on our events, yeah. or it, yeah. they would get canceled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so I think it's literally like two yeah. events or three yeah. rain events I've yeah. driven, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. like I don't, I don't really remember. Well, yeah. all I remember is that, and in all of those events in the rain, like I would spin out <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Dude, even Just today. Just like I would amaze myself at how hard I would spin out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even today. We go to the Porsche. I went to the Porsche experience. Yeah. And it's raining. They do the rain donut thing. Like yeah. you try to do donuts in the rain because it's got sprinklers yeah. all over the ground. I can't do donuts in the rain. There's no way. It's so funny because like, I remember the Miata Club that we were part of this one day. They had this skills training event uh-huh. where they had like hard braking zone and this. And they had the zone where they would put water on. Yeah. And everyone's like trying to figure out. I'm just like drifting around the whole thing. They're like, Psh, And they're like, that's this. not what this is for. I'm like, what do you mean that's not what this is for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding the slide. That's what you want us to do. Right? <laughs> it is funny. But yeah. Sir, yeah. you need to stop. But um, 
but I mean, you know, it, it's it, it goes back to our time at Toge Factory. But I remember lunch breaks and like Friday afternoons or just after work or before work. Yeah, I remember we would just watch D1 videos nonstop, and yeah. we wouldn't just watch the like the event itself. Do you remember a lot of times? They did those like extra tracks or bonus where it, all it was was in car footage. Yes, we would just watch the in car footage over and over, like over and over. Yeah. Like we wanted to see during their lunch. Hands. <clears throat> yeah, during lunch Dur- while you guys were eating spam and rice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dave's mom would make the best lunch. Oh wow! <laughs> it was so like I would hear about it. I heard. I yeah. I mean, I know so many people that worked at Toge Factory, and that was like, yeah, you get free lunch here. Yeah. It's spam and rice. It was you. You, oh you get God. to do. You get to work in an industry you love. We didn't yeah. open till ten because we would work kind of West Coast yeah. hours a yeah. little bit. Dang. That, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes yeah, sense, right? it, it yeah. does. So we would work kind of like West Coast hours. So we like you. Know, you don't have to come in until ten or eleven or whatever, and then like you can just. I don't know. It was just the perfect setup, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, but hold yeah. on a second. Speaking of in car footage, it's yeah. really funny. I was having a conversation with little birdie, named Chris Paws Perry. You know, Paz from the UK. Yeah, he's your buddy. Oh, man. He's watching your in-car footage. He's. Do you know he was watching your in-car footage? Really? He does. And he said that he associates your in-car footage, like your steering with Taniguchi. Wow. Did you know that? But that's who I would use. I would watch like nonstop. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I think Paz is drinking something so, first. Well, Benson thinks the same. <laughs> I, I got, but I don't know. I have to say that I love Taniguchi so much that if anyone is compared to him, he better be damn good. <laughs> Dang, burn right there, burn. Yeah. But I mean, that's who I would. I would always aspire to drive. Like it's it's, it? it, it's interesting it? though. Like from an external standpoint. Mm-hmm. My favorite driver back in those early days was Tezuka. With, mm. with, like mm. just flair and like the car and it was crazy. But in car, I was just like, Taniguchi's the best. Like you can't. He makes it look yeah, so he just easy. He makes it look so easy. He never so. looks panicked or yeah. like he's reacting to something yeah. ever. Yeah. So, so yeah, but I mean, we would just watch in car nonstop. Like hmm. we'd watch the round, but then we would watch the in car nonstop. Yeah, we just study and study. And yeah. Study that. Well, Paz yeah. is studying you apparently. Oh, so it's looking man. at your hands, looking at your steering. No. <laughs> Shout out, Paz. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny though too because it's the it's the one thing I think you can critique yourself so much on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's mm-hmm. like watching. It's like how basketball players watch yeah. film. Yeah, you yeah. notice when you rewind yeah. things over and over. You can put yeah. it in slow mo. You can see yeah. so many little things yeah. that you just never know what's going on when you're driving. Yeah, I mean, we would you'd give me shit all the time, but I mean, there was a period where I was super addicted to the handbrake, mm. like Ooh. especially in the mountain. Like, I heard about that. I would just, I'd always <laughs> be touching. I'm like, why am I? Like, it's not it's just, just you. A lot of people, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of people. But and and I, you'd watch the video and you'd be like why did i i didn't even need to touch it right there yeah like it's just it's just this safety mechanism thing yeah but i think it's just part of that also you. was like i also aspired to be like taniguchi yeah, yeah. so taniguchi doesn't like while he's steering he doesn't like put his hand there just in case no he yeah. knows exactly when he's going to put his hand there and yeah. and he does not take his hand off the steering wheel unless no. it's that that yeah. point yeah. so 
I just never, I don't know, and I, I feel bad. This sounds bad because some people drive like this and they drive fine. But I yeah. just never was the like mm. go like this kind of person. Yeah. Oh, you mean like me? Uh, I love. <laughs> I just loved. How, I loved how Taniguchi yes. was, like he he traced the wheel. Yeah. I just it just looked so awesome, mm. right? So, so you're saying don't let yeah. go of the wheel. <laughs> I mean, you have to sometimes. Right? I call it but, hot potato steering. Is that yeah? Ooh, <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm yeah. Like, damn. It's like an S13 thing. It is. Okay, I'm going to say that. I think think S13s train people to be kind of lazy. So it's just, just, it's easier. So you kind of fall into that. Like, you know, I can't, I can do this and it's okay. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, we all do it. I think it's just, I would watch video and be like, I don't want to do it. How do I not do it? Yeah. 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 And then that was a time when. I mean, we all started driving. I mean, we weren't into like big angle kits and like all this. I mean, I no. was in a Miata. I was like we the were worst of angle, right? Mm. So we just, very different drifting yeah. style than we have yeah. today, For right? For sure. Yeah. So which honestly, like the stuff that, you know, like animal style and these guys are like backing into stuff. Like I can't do that. I know. I just can't. Like that's not my style. And even if I tried, I'd, I'd definitely crash, right? So <laughs> do you think, yeah. uh, I mean, I think about it often, you know, because uh, I got, I got a heat maker. I got heat maker knuckles from Julian. Mm-hmm. And but it wasn't so that I can do backies. It yeah. was more because my car was having lots of problems with the its setup. I didn't like the way it was driving. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what happened to it, but all of a sudden like it just was not uh it was not reacting the way that I wanted it to anymore. Yeah, yeah. You and put Julian, some bad parts on though. Yeah, I did. I was yeah. I was messing with some GK Tech stuff. I I you know, I made the car really low and yeah. you know, that was kind of the start of it. But uh, Julian stepped in and he's like, "Let me help you like <laughs> fix it." Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, first yeah. thing he did was like, you know, get some heat maker knuckles. We we set yeah. it all up. Um but st- I still drive it the same. Yeah, yeah. Um and I don't know if I would ever drive it the way that people are now like like now nakamura or like the animal style guys yeah i you know i just it doesn't seem like it's my style right now yeah do you think you would ever i i see i mean i see on videos where taniguchi is trying to do that stuff yeah yeah. he he has his he has a car set up like like that the zebra car. so that yeah so that (laughs) he can drive that way and i'm just like i don't know if i would ever drive that way because oh i don't think i would okay and I don't want to take anything away from people who drive like that or, yeah. you know, it's just not how the, the, the st- driving style that I grew up idolizing, mm-hmm. it wasn't that. Right? Yeah. Like I almost prefer drifting as fast as you can. Mm, me too. Like, f- I mean, I'm and, all, and that's was, not to say yeah. the animal style guys or Nakamura is not fast because oh, they no, are not so they're, fast. They're super they're fast. So yeah. But it's just a different yeah. approach to it. Yeah. 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 I mean, and with me in the platform I was in at that time too, in the Miata, which, you know, always an underdog i mean i was never going to win an angle battle right yeah it was always i need to be fast on the door and almost blind people if it's a judging event like Mm -hmm. blind people to that i'm not at the angle but like i'm on their door yeah i can be faster and that's where people always like oh wow if you're close and you're gonna win right yeah so but yeah no to your point i i can't see myself driving like that Mm -hmm. because one i don't think i could probably do it anymore yeah but yeah, it's not my preferred style. So, yeah. you know, not to take anything away from it. It's just different styles now, right? Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Bartaby. 
Barnaby is a car builder and tuner in the Central Texas, Austin area. In addition to other Nissans like the 350Z, they specialize in GTRs R32 through 35 and has over 10 years experience. In terms of tuning, they work with most standalone ECUs like Motec, Mtron, Link, Haltech, and AEM to name a few. Bartaby has tuned some of our friends' infamous cars, including JSpec Sam's blue R32 GTR. When we get our GTR, we know where we're sending it to get tuned, Bartaby. For more info, visit Bartaby.com and be sure to check out their dyno tuning videos on IG at Bartaby. This episode is brought to you by Lot USA. Lot USA has been the master distributor of Brid Racing Seeds for the past 18 years. Celebrating their 42 years in operation, Brid manufactures high quality performance products for circuit drag, GT, and drift. Nadine and I have always run Brid Seats in our cars, and even today, Brid Seats are the latest mod in our new drift car. Our favorite seats are the FIA approved Zeta 4 and their reclinable bucket seat, the Stradia 3. One of the latest releases from Brit is the Zeta 4 Vireo, which is a size small version of the Zeta 4 for petite drivers. Visit lot-usa.com for more info and follow them on IG at lot underscore USA. I want to talk about your heyday. My heyday? Yeah. Tell well, me about it. Well We're only talking about his heyday. No, today. no, no. Like, because he's talking about how he can drive like animal style. Okay. But I want to talk no. about about competition and how you're kind of a badass so um you know i have on my list here rsr rsr i'm gonna bring into 2004 i mean we haven't gone that far yet i mean dang okay all over the place but yeah yes so let's let's go to 2004 rsr yeah let's jog the memories and tell us a little bit yeah about that Man, RSR, that what a big one. I mean, I think you guys had RSR before us here, and I remember that was a really big we, event did for we you. Have, uh, we had one RSR event before that Chicago one. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, in Fontana, right? I remember yeah. too, yeah. And, yeah. you know, Orido came, yep. Uh, yep. Hayashida came. Yeah. yeah. Um, did they do JGTC there too? No. At the same time? That was a different no, that event. Was a, that was a different yeah. one, yeah. But, no, that was really big for us, and that was a big time when... You know, we were trying to push drifting in the Midwest. Club FR was kind of getting started. I don't remember how far along we were, but that event, I don't really remember where it really started. It might have been a push from Naoki, um, Naoki at 4AG, to be honest, to mm-hmm. try to put something together. And I think it was fresh off of the one you did here. And we said, mm-hmm. okay, can we do it again? So it was about a year putting that together. And that was interesting because I was not only obviously wanting to drive and be part of the driving. Like I was part of the organization of it all with hosting it, hosting it with, with Phil and, you know, Simba um, going out to Chicago raceway um, to look at the spot. Like, you know, we, we were involved in all aspects of it and we were doing the marketing of it. I mean, we had radio spots on the radio trying to get people to come. Yeah. Jeez. Um, just cause we re- like, it was all, it was a great learning experience. Like, you know, to have this happen, we have to have spectators to come and help do it, right? Yeah. So, um, but that was really big because there's a lot of people that I think trace back their initial um, kind of live viewing of drifting to that mm. event that came back to Club FR events like yeah. that year after that and remember that, like, that event. Yeah. That was like your version of what we had with option Ica 10 yeah. or drift yeah. show off. Yeah. It's like the first major event that kind of sparked yeah. a lot of yeah. passion in people. Yeah. And it was, it was great because it gave a, 
it gave an avenue for us as grassroots people to come and drive because there were two different things going on at that event because mm-hmm. you guys came out, right? Yeah. I mean, you you were driving JDM. No, it, weren't, it wasn't JDM. I was driving the yellow car. That's right. You were driving the yellow coupe, right? Mm-hmm. Yellow S13. I love that car. Yeah. It was a cool car. I'm sad how it ended mm-hmm. its life. Um, but um, Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> Beautiful car. Um but uh, so we had that going on, which was great because it drew crowds out to see, you know, like you, Kangushi, you know, Orido was coming out. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of big names that came out. There was the, uh, so the, the guest driver, it wasn't Hayashida. No, it was. It was someone else driving Hayashida's car and he was like a local yeah. winner of a yeah. competition or a series Yeah, so or RSR did an event, I want to say at like Sekia Hills or something. Also, rest in peace, Sekia Hills. Oh, so sad. Yeah. I want to say it was an event at Sekia Hills that RSI just said, if you win this event, you get an all-expenses-paid trip to Chicago to do an event. And yeah. Like, so so he was, like, there and was a really good driver, too. I don't, I don't remember his name. I don't but, either. Um, but, you know, we had you guys, like, Alex Pfeiffer was there because Alex was driving our RSR in the S2000 That's at that right. Point. He was, like, so, a special driver, which yeah. is really cool for us on the West Coast that, <laughs> yeah. that one of our guys yeah. was up there driving with Orido. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool because we had that event going on and then you had the grassroots side where there were two competitions going on, right? Yeah. And there was also, I remember, um, there was an instructional part of the event where a lot of us guys from the West Coast who drove there, I guess, I don't know if you call it like the pro level of the competition. That was. But we were there um, like instructing a lot of the grassroots guys on, you know, that were going to compete later. And Mm -hmm. so that was so yeah. much fun being on the course with you guys yeah. and seeing what Chicago drifters could do yeah. and, and kind I mean, of do you like, remember being in my car? Yeah. You remember that, right? I remember, I do you remember, remember that track. Yeah. How there was that big, like there was, it was bumpy. Uh, it was bumpy. And I mean, it's classic, like Japanese, like Orido setup of event. Like they're going to make it. So it's uncomfortable. Yes. I feel like, like, and it so, was the classic Ika 10 course where you yeah. have a long straight and yep. then a reducing radius corner. Yeah. And then, like but they the put, they, they made it so that that bump, that major bump was right where you want to initiate. Where you would initiate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it was just freaking everyone out. Right. Yeah. And I remember like clear as day, like you riding with me and it was freaking me out. And yeah. you were just like, there's no bump, Rob. Yeah. Like all like Zenish. Right. Like, <laughs> I don't remember like, that. Sure? Yeah. I swear sure? to God. Like, all Zenish, like Rob. There's no bump. Just initiate, like you always initiate. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just like send it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I mean that it, could it, have worked it, really well or really bad. Really bad. I think you should yeah. definitely know where the bumps are. But, um, but it was it it was a fun day, and I mean it was you know they gave us this little like crappy practice track before we got on the big track, mm-hmm. and I was I was driving like crap all day long. I remember mm-hmm. just I think it was butterflies, and it was a big day, right? Yeah. Because I think for me, the big thing, too, the buzz was, like, Alex was there in the RSR car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap. If you do good here, like, you could maybe get into... Like, make a name. Yeah. Or, like, like yeah. get to where Alex has gotten. Yeah, you yeah, be right? the other white guy at so, RSR. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so, said it. Yeah. Sorry. So, so anyway, that, it, yeah. So, yeah. we got onto the big track, and, you know, your advice helped me, and um, had a, a really good battle back and forth. I mean, we weren't tandeming. It was like going one at a time. Yeah, it was single runs. Single runs, and it was like I miss those days. I feel yeah. like we need more of those days because I yeah, think that I think that a lot of what the driving is today is so much about tandem. Yeah. And yeah. we kind of lose yeah. sight of like what is an awesome solo run. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and then so I mean, we all had the solo runs. I think it was me, um, Keith Scholler, aka Beef. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he was there in his coupe. There was oh, what's the guy? He's from Canada in a Corolla. It was like I think the three of us were the top three, but it was just so fun because yeah, it was competitive, but it was really just like wow, this is happening. It's like, happening in Chicago. in Chicago. In Chicago, and it's like we got to the top three, and we're like, man, whatever happens, down, like we're super happy, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I drove well or well enough, apparently, and, and won that event, which was really, really big. I think a turning point for me, just like, okay, like, I'm okay. Like, I'm decent. Yeah. Like, let's keep pushing this and see where it goes, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that was a really big event. Yeah, What'd you win? Weekend. Man, what did I win? No money, unfortunately. <laughs> um, there was like a prize pack with like this really big. Got some RSR parts. Um, not even. Dang. Did you get some Yokohama tires? I think I got like a pair of Yokohama tires, which a was, pair? Yeah, it was which <laughs> unfortunate because I ran sixteens at the time and they didn't make anything. Uh, well. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, I got this really big trophy, which is funny because I know um in your story time you talked about your trophy that yeah. you got and you had to oh take it God. apart. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, I'm in a Miata and I have yeah, like yeah, a yeah. trophy as tall as me. I have to like yeah. take it apart and like put <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and they, I had like a. All the sponsors gave something, so yeah. I had some really cool stuff. But, yeah, but it was a really cool day, and I think it was just for me. It was super vindicating that I had put so much into yeah. helping put this event together with so many other people. Yeah, but to win it was just really cool because there were a lot of people there from other areas, not from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So to win it in Chicago, being from Chicago, was a yeah. really cool thing. I think for yeah. me, and then for a lot of the people that we were with there. Yeah. I think it's important to state like more more to what you just said was. Um, so much of the drifting was happening in Southern California. Yeah. And yeah. so for something to be out in the Midwest, like there was nothing yeah. happening anywhere remotely near the Midwest. No. So people were traveling yeah. from so many states to see what was going on because yeah. either you go there or you go all the way to California. Yeah. I mean, we had Minnesota people coming. We had, yeah. you know, Wisconsin, Iowa. I mean, there were people from the South coming. I mean, yeah. everyone was coming together. Because, I mean, at that time, there was a lot going on in the East Coast, right? Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, the Signal Twins had been out to the East Coast. Yeah. They had their own thing going. JR was really coming up. And mm-hmm. I think at that time, right around that's when, like, he had the Falcon Liberty, uh, Liberty on his coupe. Mm-hmm. And he was driving. He was doing a lot of cool things in the East Coast. So, it was yeah. it was yeah. nice to, like, okay, we have our own thing growing yeah. here. Um, and it really kicked off a lot. And I think it kicked off club afar as well of like other people like oh i want to get into this like yeah. i want to like, go drifting now yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What, what's crazy too about like perspective is is basically the same group later like 17 years later does final bout yeah right yeah. and so if you're listening and you don't know like these are the people like their first event your big event was that rsr event but yeah. who knew that like 17 18 years later yeah. you'd be doing this like insane national drifting you know team drifting competition yeah Yeah. right something that's by the way started final bout started in chicago yep and has spread out across the u.s and japan yeah um so you know that i think that's cool in itself you know when you guys were kind of trying to find something similar to what was going on elsewhere like you guys started something on your own yeah yeah and i don't want to say that was me that was definitely not me that was a whole different you know Ilya and Simba and they had some just amazing vision of what they wanted to do but I think it was very 
it's cool to your point, Adina. It was just it's cool to see that come together in Chicago, yeah. and it yeah. made a lot of sense because we were trying to bring it. Not we; they were trying to bring together. Yeah, yeah. The best of the country, and like, what better place to do it than right in the middle? Yeah, right. right. It's the Chi Town Drift family. It's like you yeah. know, I love it. Um, you guys had to sit around and watch us with like Michael <laughs> Cooper and <laughs> yeah. and Kareem and Magic yeah. Johnson, and then like eventually yeah. you guys had Jordan. You know, yeah. and like, hey, we're here too. <laughs> <laughs> And we were oh better, so it's okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a bigger legacy, I think. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So back to the RSR <laughs> event. Yeah. That's the day we met. We met. No. We physically met. No. Oh, it's Wrong. not. We skipped over that. Yeah. Oh. When we skipped was over the that. moment you met? So we met at the first D1. Yeah. In Irwindale, which I was just at as a spectator. Phil and I went. You guys, you guys flew all the way yeah. just to watch yeah. a drifting event. I wanna. I don't remember if anyone else came with us. I'm sorry if I'm missing your name, but yeah, it, it was us. Was um, but I remember then. I was talking. I was, was Josh to... there with you guys, or did he go on his own, or was that a different event? It might have been. There was actually quite a few people from Chicago that went to that event, and yeah. we all, some of us went separately, some together. Yeah, you know, those first three D ones kind of all blend together for me. Mm-hmm. But I, the first one I remember at least walking in most vividly and magic. Yeah. Because I remember waiting in the line outside and I was like, man, I was super excited. This is cool. And then they started practice. Yeah. And I remember like vividly, I can smell it and see it and hear it. The first cars coming around the bank. I was like, Oh, like this is like D one. But then I remember the one that impacted me the most was no McKen. Yes. I could tell it was no McKen. Yes. the RV sound, yes. yep. the smoke, yep. and the way he like clutch kicks. Yes. I was just like, that's no McKinnon. And I was just like outside the event, but on the wall. And you just, and you're like, that's no McKinnon. And yeah. that's when I was just, okay, this is the greatest thing ever. There, um, I remember that vividly. You guys are all tacoing out. So, I so yeah. I mean, that's so important <laughs> to this podcast is the talkiness yeah. of yeah. the guests. Yes. But yeah, back in those days, I, I, I feel... Sorry for people who don't know Nomuken then, because Nomuken, there was something about Nomuken, like he had, he made so much more smoke than everybody else, drastically more smoke. And then you had, like, he was the one in the big car and he, uh, that straight six turbo sound, uh, like most people were not in a straight six and maybe you had, uh, I'm trying to remember if Tezuka was there, but you know, or, or uh, what's his name? F- Ueno was there. Ueno was there. Right. But yeah, it's, Tezuka it's just a one, different yeah. sound. Yeah. It was just and different. different yeah. uh, the impact was different yeah. when Nomuken was out there. Yeah. It was totally different and had us all going like, oh man, we need to get Dunlop tires on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> said that. <laughs> I feel yeah. like he did yeah. so much for Dunlop. And I, oh, I remember I Dude. bought a, like, as soon as I could get a pair yeah. of Derezas, yep. I got some and I'm like, yeah. It's, it's not the tire. No. There's something else going on. <laughs> it was, I mean, honestly, thinking on it now, it was all wheel speed, right? That's pretty much what it was, right? He, I think he had high tire pressure and probably wheel speed. It could be. Mostly. He but, knew something that no one else knew because no one else could do it. Yeah. But it was yeah. just... So, yeah, I mean, that event was huge. I remember that specifically. I remember standing right by the wall where Calvin Bauman to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, being up in the stands shouting, you know, that was the event that, you know, Ueo beat. 
Taniguchi. Man, there, that event, like, it was that huge. event was so perfect. Oh, it like was, it was scripted. Yeah, it was right? so perfect. Right, just for yeah. like for everyone's first experience yep. in D one, and they watched yep. a Hachiroku yep. take out a 400, 500 power, horsepower S yep. fifteen. Yeah, so it's good. Perfect. And it's, I mean, that's when you could walk through the pits, and I got pictures mm. with Tezuka with you know with. I don't know, so many different drivers, right? Yeah. Like Asamoto was there. Like, yeah. I mean, you're meeting all your, of your, your heroes. Yeah, you're meeting all your heroes, which is cool. And then, yeah. and then you were there. And then I remember, though, because you were. Wait a minute. So I didn't mean to laugh. Wait a minute. There was was, him. Am I included in that? <laughs> <laughs> take, it how, take it how you will. I'll bet you left. Mm, okay. No, no, but non specific. <laughs> Got it. That other guy. But this was a time when I think you were doing a lot of work. I don't know if were you working or you were sponsored by Cause at that time, and I was yeah. trying to get an LSD for myself for someone, and you were helping me get a deal. Mm. And I, I don't remember why, but we're like, hey, let's meet up at the event and we'll talk about it or something. Yeah. So I remember meeting you, but I remember vividly on this too. Is like I had to introduce myself, introduce myself like three times. So you're like, <gasps> sorry, oh, dang, oh. what a jerk. No, no, I mean, but you were like doing things, and uh, I was just like, hey, I'm Rob. And yeah. You're you know. like, who the f <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rob. Like, like I want to buy a LSD you didn't from say, you. You didn't say, hi, this is Roadster Drift. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't even have Roadster Drift at that point. Oh, you are NB... NB8CT. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, on, so, and on AOL, you know? Yeah. NB8... Yeah. NB8CT. Yeah, that's me. But, What's uh, your screen name? Yeah. Okay. But, but so that's the first time we met was at that Okay. Three um, times. Yeah. Damn. Gosh, what a disser, You know, I, I'm oh sorry. Was I was, kind of a big I was very then, bad yeah. at people skills then. And I remember, <laughs> like, Josh told me he, meet, he met me there. And I was like, no, uh, I don't remember. You <laughs> I know, don't like, remember you. Yeah. Wait, but you were driving the white. Were you driving yeah, no, I think you I, were JDM rights? I driving something. I didn't make it to that event. I didn't. Oh, oh wait. No. That I weren't remember. The, you were. No, I just didn't make it. I just no. didn't make it. But you were in the white cause car there, no? Yeah, I, I think don't so. remember. Probably, I feel like just, he was. You know, like yeah. if you don't make it, if you don't qualify, you still show yeah. up and you sign yeah. autographs and you talk to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, you still hold yeah. up your deal at the end yeah. of the bargain, even though you don't make yeah, it. Yeah. I remember but that's too. That's the first time we met. Yeah, I remember too. I was in the grid, like taking pictures with all the guys. Yeah, and then some good pictures. <laughs> and then um, there were like, we're at capacity. It's ten thousand people in the yeah, stands, and it's a trip because I'm like ten thousand people came to watch this. Yeah, like, oh crazy. my gosh, those stands were crazy. Yeah, I remember. yeah, and I didn't know, I didn't understand what ten thousand people look like. Yeah, and they're here to see like our our heroes. Yeah. that yeah. was a trip. Yeah, that was yeah. a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. that was good. Yeah, those first three D ones were pretty impactful for me. Yeah, yeah. I think Wait, for everybody. Didn't I take you to the hat? That was the second time. That was the second time. Okay. <laughs> second time I like, I when remembered you. said his screen you. name. Yeah. Second like... time I remembered you. We all went to the hat, yeah. got some pastrami sandwiches yep. and chili Changed fries. Changed my life again. And then, we, yeah. and then we went back to my place yeah. and we nerded out with videos yep. and magazines. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And even then I was like, dude, I'm in Benson's house. Stop. Like, <laughs> Nadine's sitting over there. Who, where, what are we doing right now? Right? And so, but I mean, you know, that was the time period where, you know, we were all just Meeting each other and just yeah. enjoying each other's company. Meeting yeah, our internet friends. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, those D1s were great. I mean, you know, the second one was awesome because somehow I finagled getting, like, a media pass saying I was with Club FR. And yeah, those there. are the best seats, man. When you, can, when you can just, like, hang back yeah. in the pits or be Yeah, I mean, I, them, I was in the infield, right? Yeah. I was in the infield, and that's where... You, can, you know, feel like you're crazy. part of it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then that year we had... They did it ride-alongs, I remember. Yeah. 
and I rode along with Taniguchi on the bank. And I just remember like I never had that experience. It was trippy, man. Yeah. It just it you know, I'm just watching him and it's just so easy. And I'm yeah. just like, we're in fourth gear going down yeah. the bank. Like and he was holding back too, because it's just the it's just for it's just the practice, yeah. right? But yeah. even then I was just, man, this is another level, right? So yeah. but being in the pits talking with Imamura and just stuff like that. And that's you know, I had like semi decent Japanese, like asking questions and stuff like that it was really fun. But yeah. But those, yeah, those first three were huge. Yeah. I think the third one was when Jarrett won, I think. Okay. I think the third one. That was so, like the world yeah. world event yeah, or whatever yeah. they call it. Where they swapped the yeah, – they weren't backwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. So What's a trip, yeah. too, is that was – the first one was 04, right? Mm-hmm. And then was that was also was the – Was it 04? No, no, I no, mean, not the first D1. The, the the first time D1 came to the US yeah, was in 04. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the inaugural Formula so, Drift was also in 04. In 04. I remember. Yeah. And um, yeah. and then you drove Formula Drift. RSR D1. event was in 04. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot in 04. And then, yeah, it was the following year. Was it 05 or 06? Yeah. No, I think 05. it was 05. Yeah. 05. When you did Formula D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did, yeah, my first time before the year was at Atlanta um in the circuit city car which was interesting circuit city miata well but which th- you you had already gotten your license at that point is that right i don't you did how. you had you had to get your license you had, you went to uh was that city um like the sucky and, version of vegas was that place oh no, that's later that's later that's later yeah. okay i don't remember how i think form the d at that point was still in that stage where anyone could do it Okay. You had to just, No, no, there was something you had to buy your Nadine, license. Nadine, Nadine had to qualify Diego. for in 05. It so might have been a, it might have been RSR then. Okay. To be quite honest, I can't remember. That got you yeah. in. But I remember getting my license like all that and paying to go in and I I don't remember how but I somehow got connected with cuz Ryan Hampton had had driven that car. Yeah. You remember Ryan yeah. Hampton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow I met him for something i don't remember but he connected me with the owner of that car and that's how i got connected with that miata miata like it kind of mm-hmm. made sense but but yeah so that was my first formula d experience was at road atlanta which was just again like out of my mind the entire time because i think yeah. that was the second year of it yeah so i had already watched you guys do it the year before yeah <laughs> and you uh, watched benson what he yeah. did so, okay I, I did the same thing i think <laughs> tell us what benson see did. it's not bad let's, let's, let's review <laughs> let's review yeah. What Benson did. I think, at, oh no, I almost went into the kitty litter. Oh. I almost did. Oh, okay. Benson went in to oh, the kitty litter and he stayed there for I a went while. in. He went in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, don't do Benson. Don't do Benson. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was like, dude, yeah. I mean, this is an awkward it's 15 minutes. It's like, fun years waiting. later pulling out gravel from Atlanta <laughs> from your car. <laughs> but that was, a, that was a really interesting experience too, because that's when it was really getting serious at that point yeah. too right yeah. like people were getting full sponsorships so, yeah. i mean i'm a kid from chicago like getting this opportunity to drive this this car mm-hmm. but i you know, like buy a real helmet like buy a real race suit like all this stuff yeah and, and do this and yeah you yeah know, yeah same i didn't drive very well because it was different stage butterflies the car was also completely different than my car yeah and i had had the first time i got in and drove that car was at the that, event, yeah, yeah. right. Not so, setting you up very well. No, yeah. but I mean, you know, I mean, I don't I'm, remember yeah. a single driver of that car doing well. It was just, it wasn't I don't think they had a good program, well. and no. they were kind of just throwing drivers in yeah. at the last minute and not really setting them up to no. to succeed. Did they in pay that car. you 
to no, drive. No, no, not at all. No. It was some marketing no. firm that that yeah. was uh, campaigning that car. Yeah. And then you yeah. drove Chicago as well, right? Was that the second? Yeah, that's event? the one that Benson made me crash. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. So <laughs> I was there driving. <laughs> that was the furthest I've ever driven is, is Chicago. I did the Chicago event with yeah. you, and we were kind of like yep. together in the grid. Yep. yep. Then, you guys want to talk about the course? Because I think the course was pretty daunting for people. That, it was yeah. it was at Soldier Field. It was a Soldier Field. Yeah. And they set it up. In the parking lot. In the parking <laughs> with lot. With a bunch of K-Rails. I mean, they set it up to be entertaining. It was right? only yeah. K-Rails. I don't remember. It, it was only K-Rails. Yeah. It was only K-Rails. Yeah. yeah. And I was okay with the K-Rails because ours hard had been K-Rail, if mm. you remember. Right? Yes. But, it was a lot more space. Yes. But, but uh, RSR had that big runoff area yep. in that first corner so if you went too wide yeah. you can go too wide formula d was not that nice to no, you guys no you initiate at the k-rail yeah right yeah, yeah. you initiate so. at the k-rail <clears throat> and there is not going too wide because you go too wide and you go no. into the wall yeah which and i, I did at, which yeah. i did just the previous fd event at sonoma, sonoma. Yeah. so i had big phobia of k-rails <laughs> yeah and i didn't but I did after that. So yeah. So tell us why. What happened? Well, I, I just remember I had followed you most of the time because yeah. I think Ben. Well, you didn't follow. You guys were lined up. Yeah. Well, I mean, each we other. were practicing. But you didn't. But you we didn't were, go yeah. out on the course together. No. Yeah. It was all spaced but they, out. But they did it in a time frame where, like, I would go out. The car behind would go out mm -hmm. just as the for other yeah. car initiated, right? Mm -hmm. To like keep it going. Yeah. And I had followed you, Nadine, for. Maybe three or four or five, and it was nice because Benson, you and I were like, you'd he help her, and then yeah. yeah, yeah, he was coaching yeah. us. I was also like checking your me. tire pressures yeah. and stuff, and yeah. you know, just seeing where your head, yeah. where your head was at. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was getting used to just the cadence of where I wanted to initiate, mm. kind of based on where Nadine was initiating, mm. and like it was just I was getting to groove. And I remember I was like initiating really well, mm -hmm. um, really aggressively. I was like super happy with where I was going, and then something happened, and you had to pull off. I remember. And then in your place, um, Hiro Simida pulled out. And that's at that point, he was driving the um, the JS... Uh, JSC S15? No, I'm he sorry. Chase, by the... Yeah, he was in the JZX90. Okay. Yeah, he was in the JZX90. And so he went, and then they let me go right after him. But the movement of... Like, everything is different from... Yeah, the vibe, the energy, the Like, vibe, just the everything. way the, the car moves. And, like, it. I don't know why I was so oh. fixated. Oh. But, like... The way I would drive behind Nadine, like I would go, I'd see her initiate, and then it, like in my head, I'd have the timing of when I wanted to initiate. Uh -huh. But the way that the JZX chassis moved was just different, and I was just yeah. like, oh, it just, I don't know. I thought a little too long, like a half split Are second. You taking too long. like a mental picture of the person driving in front of you, and, kind of. I don't uh, know. I, but the way his car moved and the way that he drove was yeah. just a little bit different. Just enough that like I initiated too late, right? Oh, but you and, I mean, said it was Benson's fault. Well, no. So, I, what did he say to you that really? It's on record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. No, I'm just joking. No, but... no, you should. You should remember. Oh, he's just like, just go. You'll do it. Just initiate later and faster, right? So, oh, I said initiate late. Oh, because were that, you initiating too early? I was initiating too early, oh. and at the drivers' meeting, there was this big push. I remember of like, let's put on a show. Like, mm. let's get close to the wall. Mm. Let's show people what <laughs> professional drifting is all about. Yeah. And here I am in this Miata amongst yeah. like, and I'm like, 
I'm going to show these people what I can do, right? Yeah. yeah. But I was being timid because it was a, it was new. It was yeah. different, right? And then yeah. you were like... I remember hey, working yeah. with you. I was like, just work your way up yeah. to the yeah. point where you would initiate. And yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. it from from run one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm, I do remember yeah. that. So so he's very zen and helpful at RSR. Here he was just like, just freaking like, just do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'll do it. Wait, too yeah. hard. Yeah. But, um, but no, so said, yeah. What happened? Why'd um, just in the shale, too late. Too late. Got really aggressive. Because oh. I, I, I was getting really close to the wall. Like, I yeah. remember the two or three runs before that, I was like, like, you know, when you initiate and it's that true drifting time where there's like a couple seconds where you're like, I don't actually know where the car is going to end up right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And yet have that and that would be perfect. I'm like, okay, this is what I want. Like, mm. this is, I want that. I look like all four wheels are like, I don't know what I'm really doing, but then I catch it and come around perfectly, right? Yeah. yeah. I had done that like two or three times, right? And then just the, the different timing and then everything just kind of threw me off that time. And it mm. was just, you know, honestly, Damn. like so many crashes, it's you initiate a split second too late, right? Yeah. And so in that course, like you said, there was no real yeah, no real margin for error. So, yeah. I mean, luckily, I mean, it hit the wall. It wasn't like the car was totally demolished. But the problem with the Miata at that time, too, because... Had I been in a 240, I could have been back on that course, right? Mm. There would have been 30 people that had parts. That they yeah. Me. Yeah. Oh. There was no one like, yeah. so the, the left got hit, the lower control arm um, and upper control arm got bent. The, the, actually, the arm was fine. It was the rod that goes through because it's a double wish one in the back. Yeah. That rod got bent. But, like no one has. No that, one had one. Yeah. Right? But if, you know, if I had bent a, you know, control arm of an S13, like there'd be 15 people to have yeah. one, right? So was out that day unfortunately but um you say it yeah. you 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 talk about it like it was such a small crash but i have vivid memories of <laughs> Me what of that crash photo yeah and you have you have four tires up in the air yeah i mean i you hit it pretty hard I hit it pretty hard yeah yeah you did yeah i'm just happy it wasn't it's funny we, i don't know if you and i always have talked about this but like there's japanese crashes and american crashes <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> Like there's Japanese damage and American damage. Yeah, and American damage is like understeering into the K rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just happy it was Japanese. Yeah, yeah. It was not that. I'm like yeah. I oversteered. You into crashed it. like a man. <laughs> yeah. Right? Damn. <laughs> damn. You mean you weren't going like this the whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, that's the worst. Right? That's the worst. You're with like cranking and it's not helping. Everything's in slow motion. You're like no. And the front wheels are locked, and you're just going like this. Slow mo. I'm just happy. But uh, but so that that happened, and then I (laughs) I decided to take a little bit of a break from competitive driving, right? Yeah. But which I got back into later. But yeah, it was another really good experience for sure. Just yeah, in that in that atmosphere, right? Yeah. I mean, that was a crazy event too, because that was Ryan Turk's debut. I remember. That's it. That was his debut, and I just remember him killing it. And just it's like one of those. He was good from day one. Just like this guy's gonna be. Yeah. He's going places. Yeah. 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 You know, and I think that event. I think who won that event? I don't even remember. But yeah, I do remember Tyson Beckford, supermodel, crashing at that event. That was I remember that too. The Mustang, yeah, yeah, the Mustang. Do you do you remember what he did when he crashed the car? He totaled (laughs) the car at that event. Oh, he totaled it. Yeah, Yeah. do you guys remember what he did? What did he do? So he he just. (laughs) Like none of us ever had confidence in him when he was driving because it always looked like he was not ready yeah, for yeah, Formula yeah. D. Yeah. And so he went out there, 
smashed the car. Yeah. And then he got out of the car. Yeah. Took off his racing suit and was just like, <laughs> oh, super mad, right? Well, no, he was just he like he super just had sexy. no shirt on. Super sexy. Like he just took it off. Like oh, he's just like I'm gonna play to my strengths now. He just took <laughs> off his took off his racing suit. Like yeah. no shirt on top and just like walking across the whole racetrack, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like yeah. it doesn't matter if I crashed. I'm Tyson Beckford. I think there's only <laughs> two people that are like nude under their their racing suit, you're right? Supposed to, Which weren't is, you supposed to wear no Yeah, yeah, under yeah. It? But there's two people that are nude always. It's Alex Pfeiffer <laughs> and Tyson Beckford. Yeah. Alex has his, his slippers on and nothing. Yeah, and his yeah. nipple ring. Yeah. That's nipple it. Rings. It's good. It's good oh, stuff. Shout yeah. out, Alex. Yeah. 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 But so you you took a break, but it was good because um, where life took you after that break was yeah. pretty amazing. So yeah, I mean, I took a break. I went back to school. Um, I got back into school and took more. You know, I got a minor in Japanese, which you know I still focus on the Japanese with the ultimate goal of getting to Japan at some point. And mm-hmm. scoring at that a point, Japanese wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the goal, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which um, you did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it let me like kind of. It was that perfect point where I was like, do I want to keep doing this or do I want, I mean, I would keep doing it, but like, do I want to pursue the professional route or do I not? And yeah. It was like a nice break for me to say, I don't think I remember I want several to. conversations yeah. with you yeah. about just, just debating that topic. Yeah. Cause I, all I really wanted to do was drive. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's a pretty big difference. I mean, competitive circuit is, you don't drive that much, honestly. Yeah. Unless you have like a fully backed program where you can go practice for right. like a day or you yeah, know by yourself but that i remember like that that chicago day i mean i probably got like six runs in or something yeah like so it was just it wasn't fun right yeah it wasn't yeah. What i don't I know if i was do, the right? best person to talk to about it either because I, I had just stopped <laughs> yeah. professional drifting and i was yeah, kind yeah. of like i felt but you drove a whole season i though. did but i would yeah. i did i would felt a little burned by the experience your car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of yeah. gave you that perspective of things, just like that's oh. not worth it. Also, and... it's but it all your fault. It helped, Rob's though. not a pro drifter. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Always Damn. stunted your growth. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was good because I think I realized I mean the amount of money people put into that. So much. Even now, yeah. for the return is very minimal. Yeah. But you get to drive and do what you love. Like, so I'm not gonna take away from them what they want to do. But yeah. it's just I took yeah, I made a decision to and go so back what to school. Did you and, do instead no i just just went all in on club fr yeah. and doing grassroots grassroots events and going to school and trying to do all that um yeah i was just really focused on the driving mm-hmm. and just having fun yeah right? and you know and then eventually i remember at that time too was right when msc challenges were really popular mm, yeah um, what are those? those were good so msc challenge in japan was kind of that offshoot grassroots competition series that once a month every couple of weeks i remember i'd be glued to their website and they'd have yeah. just amazing photos and videos and it was just really cool grassroots stuff and um and so i wanted to do something like that and so the timing really worked out because we had worked out some system i remember we were still kind of half involved with 4ag and Nauki, and it was I started to again want to say, okay, how do I get back into competition? And it was like two or three years, and it was like, okay, we need to host a series of events so you can get a license for Formula V. Because at that point, I remember that's when they had gone to, you need a license to do yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Um, it's like, okay, we have to host a series in Chicago so that at the end of the series, the top three people or five people get a license and they'll they'll sanction it and all that stuff. So we got into those. So we had DD, 
DDC competitions for a year. And I remember taking a step back from organization so I could drive. And then that's the year that it culminated in the Pro-Am in yeah. Laughlin, Nevada. La- oh, Laughlin. Laughlin, okay. yeah. So um, that was a fun year, yeah. But that was the perfect time where, you know, that's again where I made a decision where I wanted to either go or not go, and I didn't. And that's, that's when right. I moved. Because I had, I was fortunate and, and won that event somehow. It was amazing people driving there. And, um, and got my license. But you then, worked hard for that event. I remember there were many oh yeah. one more, so many one more times at that event. There right? were a lot, yeah. And there was a crazy yeah. jump. That that was a jump. That 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 track was famous for that jump. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, um, so that was well. That was well earned. What you did there. Yeah, I mean, but there were a lot of good drivers. Yeah, man. like uh, so I'm but pretty lucky. I'm just saying know? to to make it out of that. Yeah. winning first place with the yeah. jump with all of the good drivers yeah. that you're driving against like yeah. that says a lot like first time there i mean it was a big that was a big day mm-hmm. i mean i'm lucky though that the tracks we had in chicago too i think really helped us and continue to help us drive close yeah you know all of our tracks are really close uh really really tight mm-hmm. and so i'm used to driving close to people yeah um so that really helps with tandem right mm-hmm. I mean, everyone jokes that Midwest can't get out of second gear, which is kind of true, but yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. But um, no, that was so that was a big turning point too, right? And so winning there, and then it was, it was a kind of a fork in the road, right? And I got my license for Formula D the following year, or I wanted to go to Japan, right? So I had to make that decision. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, went to Japan, obviously. But yeah. So yeah, it was an interesting time too, but it was a really good event, Laughlin. Yeah, um, a lot of good people there. Yeah, really fortunate. Yeah, but so. uh, but you you were living the dream when you went to Japan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a lifelong dream of mine, or not lifelong, but after I got into yeah into it. But I think a lot of yeah. people, a lot of people in the states, were watching closely with what you are doing through your blog mm-hmm. and through your YouTube channel, yeah. kind of just following your journey. And we we all wished you we were in your shoes. Yeah, I doing mean, what I, you're doing. I'm lucky. I mean, I, I did a lot of cool things when I was in Japan. Yeah. And, and tell, kind us, of, tell us what you were doing in Japan. Like, how did you get there? Because you can't just move to Japan without a plan. Yeah, I mean, so I was really lucky in that in college, the study abroad program that I did for a year, um, the last couple of months of that study abroad, as part of my college, um, they had a connected high school and they, they wanted me to intern at the high school to teach English. Yeah. And so I did that for a few months, but got really good in with them and the principal. And they said, you know, when you graduate this fall, reach out. We might have positions available. And they, and they did. So it was nice. It was an easy transition. I didn't have to try too hard to get that job. But what was really nice was that I was directly hired by a school, mm-hmm. which paid a little bit better. Yeah. They gave, um, didn't they also give you a place to stay? No, they helped me find it. Oh, okay. But, um, but which which helped, right? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, my transition there to teach English was was really easy, um, but was just the superficial context for me to go and really just play with cars and yeah, go to the places that I want to be and drive the places I want to you know drive because yeah. all these places were just you know holy grail. You were in the mecca. Yeah, right for and, sure. What did you drive yeah. over there? So was it like yeah. you land, get your place? You're like, dude, I got to get a dope <laughs> car, like. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, really lucky. So the place that I lived, um, so I lived in Kyoto or just outside of Kyoto. And I chose that because I wanted to force myself to learn the Jap- the Japanese language, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get um, stuck in Tokyo, which nothing right. against Tokyo. A lot of people but, speak English. 
yeah, I just wanted to be forced, right? Okay. Yeah. And within like the first week of when I lived there, one of the people I met at my college was like, oh, you're into cars? Like, I know a couple people into cars. And they introduced him to my really good friend. His name is Masa. We're yes. still friends to this day. Changed my life in Japan. And I met him like the first week I was there, which was crazy. He's just super hardcore Corolla driver. Yeah. Like sleeps two hours a night, goes to the mountain every night, drives for like three hours, goes home, sleeps, wakes up, goes to work, and then just repeats it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I lived in the middle of nowhere and I didn't know it at the time when I chose it. I was like five minutes away from this really great mountain that everyone would go to. Mm -hmm. So I really got into that. What and was then, that mountain? Oh, man. I don't remember the mountain name, but at the top of the mountain was a, a country called country club called Kameoka Country Club. And so we would call that mountain Kamekang. And so we would go to Kamekang to drive, right? And uh, quite a few people would go there too. I mean, that's where I met um, quite a few drivers. I mean, even like, you know, FD or not, like Formula D drivers would go there, right? Mm. Um, I don't remember that. Um, I mean, that's where I first met Takatori. Oh, okay. So Takatori. D1 driver. D1 driver Takatori, who, if you remember, he drove a Sephiro back in the day, like yeah. a Teal Sephiro. The, the, and then he uh, drove the R34. The Super Auto Box. The Super Auto Box R34 Skyline. Yeah. So he would just show up randomly too. So it was yeah. a really cool spot. Um, so yeah, I was there for maybe like six, three to six months maybe until yeah. I, I bought a car. And uh, I had a really good friend who had a, a red S15. Yeah. And he agreed to sell it to me on a payment plan because I couldn't afford it as like a... How much was it? Stupid cheap based on today's prices, uh, right? I mean, I want to say it was probably like 15 grand. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. But I mean... But that's it, a lot back then. Yeah. That's but I mean, it was, a, it was a 99 and this was in 2007, oh. 2008. So it was still a new car, right? Yeah. So I remember paying it off over like two years. Yeah. But just to have a red... S15 yeah spec R yeah like I was Did I was Taniguchi financed yeah. you like he basically just financed you he's yeah. like oh yeah sure no problem I mean the good thing is is because it's a small town like I've I had known that guy for a while and he knows where I live and yeah, we're yeah. all friends and, and he's yakuza so he was also okay. a police officer oh oh what the heck and so it was just like he's like you can't really yeah. Like you're you not going to, you can't do anything. Like, me, you know, yeah, yeah. Like I know where you live. Yeah. So. You're that, you're that white yeah. guy living in Japan. Yeah. So, but he knew how much it meant to me too. Yeah. Right. So he really helped me um, get that. So yeah, I mean, red S15 spec R, like I was living the Taniguchi life. I was yeah. like, okay, this is going to be awesome. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I did that for a while, but I really quickly learned, I absolutely hate right-hand drive. <gasps> I mean, you say Ooh. that, but uh, there are so many videos you're posting at Toge, like yeah. in-car footage yeah. of your of your S15, and yeah. like, you are doing the stuff that we see Jesse Streeter doing, just like, you know, like rubbing, like barely rubbing your bumper on the guardrail, yeah. and yeah. like taking up the whole road, and you know, yeah. even though it's narrow, you're drifting the whole thing, and... I mean, I, I got used to it, but it was never, like, you know, when you drive and you just don't have to think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never got there. Yeah. You know, and the thing with that mountain that, like, I've posted videos on, I would go to that mountain every single night. Yeah. Oh. Like, so I can really close. really had to fine tune. Well, I can close my eyes and I can run it in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it was half, like, getting used to the car, but half just, I knew that road, like, in my sleep right yeah. yeah which you have to in those mountains like how close it is right yeah mm -hmm. but 
I was just never comfortable in that car. Mm. It, it looked great. It was the car of dreams at that point, right? I mean, yeah. Model 5s, like, it looked great. Like, yeah. it was super fun. I mean, so refined. Like, S15 motor, S15 SR is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Quiet and doesn't make weird noises. And yeah. I had AC and, like, it was just this perfect car. Yeah. I, remember, I remember sitting in, you know, the line at Mahon and, like, it's, like, super 100 degrees outside. I'm just yeah. in my AC. Like, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I just never got comfortable in that car. Yeah. So, so that's where Takatori came in, and I had met him a few times. And uh, he had imported a left-hand drive 240 because at that time he was practicing for Formula for, D. For Formula D, right. Because he – was he driving for Retax? I can't remember who he was driving for. I, do, I actually don't remember him ever driving a left-hand drive car. He did. He did for a season. Okay. It, was, it was like a V8 something. Okay. But he had imported and built that car to practice yeah right? and then for whatever reason he decided to get out of it and and i was able to jump into it and i remember i was like i'm in japan i have all these crazy cars i could get and you're buying a 240 and i'm buying a left-hand <laughs> drive 240 yeah <laughs> but it was the best decision that i had ever ever yeah. made because yeah. i could just drive and enjoy it yeah, yeah. and like you know, I was lucky. I went to Ebisu two times. Yeah. And I didn't have wow. to, I didn't have to think about it. Like I could just drive. Yeah. And not fight the car. Cause I was fighting the S15. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if, if I watch those videos now of S15, I can tell I'm just, it's just not second nature. Mm. Whereas I jumped into that 240. I remember at Mahan one time he let me drive it. Yeah. And I just jumped in and just did the first corner, like no problem. Yeah. Like it was your car. Right? Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, okay, like I need a left-hand drive car. Yeah. If it's... I'm going to truly enjoy my driving time mm -hmm. here, it doesn't matter what it looks like. A bunch of people were like, why are you buying that? It's so stupid. Like, what are you doing? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's a, I want to drive. Like yeah. driving yeah. is the main reason, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it was a really good, really good experience. But so and yeah, that's where those... I drove. Yeah. And like you at Ebisu, you got to meet some cool people. Oh man. So many cool people. Yeah. Who are yeah. your two faves? Um, so I actually went three times. The first time I went was really cool. I went just to watch uh, a Matsuri event. We drove 11 hours from Kyoto one day and came back. Dang. I was fortunate. Um, we were at Ebisu Minami South Course and I got a ride with, um, Daigo at the time. Okay. And this was prime missile time. Like, prime missile oh. time. This, this is when this is he prime. was kind of like leading yep. the missile movement. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, like I knew who he was because he had been driving that really big orange, you know, JZX 100 for a while in yeah. D1, but he had never really climbed the ranks. Yeah. Yeah. He was really in prime missile. Like as soon as he started doing the missile thing, he yeah. got so good. Yeah. So good. So, I mean, so I, I rode with him, Ebisu Minami, you know, 2.5 JZ, 295s yeah. in the rear. Yeah. Jumping over the first turn. Yeah. It, it was just mind blowing. Right. Yeah. Like. That was amazing. And then that was where I was like, I'm coming back to drive here. Like, I yeah. have to do that, right? Yeah. And so went back, um, met so many cool people. I mean, we would pit up at North Course. Oh, is it North Course? No, we wouldn't pit at North Course. West Course. Shoot, now I'm forgetting now. But I would pit. Um, we had, I had met Alexi at that point um, a few times. And so we would pit together. He would always save my spot. Thanks, Alexi. Um, I pit next to him the two times I went, but then I remember one time I was there. No, I came late and then Lexi was there and then I pulled in here, but I didn't realize the pit next to me was Koguchi. Yeah. Oh. 
and he was in i think he was in his wife's car do you guys remember the, the silver his, one the of silver course one? i remember that car that car is sick i almost like that car better than i don't want to say his original oh, one but, but that had all i will his, say i like had, it better than the green one i like it better than the green one yeah like he had his arrow on it yeah. you know yes um, like his hood his fenders mm-hmm. like everything. it was beautiful mm-hmm. but i remember too like it was so vindicating because my 240 i mean i didn't build it build it but yeah. I, I made it look a little bit better how i wanted it mm-hmm. and i remember pulling in the pits and he was there and he, i got out and he was just he came over he's looking at he's just like Kakuina. whoa and i was just like you're like thanks wow <laughs> i was like hey, did hey. kaguchi just tell me my car looks cool wow there's like, no arguing with that. I was like, I if can die If he says it's now. cool, it's cool. Yeah. I'm Did like, you get on I the ground? And like... I should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, so we, we talked a few times here and there, you know, just you know, I was super, super starstruck. And, you know, I remember I wanted to buy one of his hoods at yeah. that time. Yeah. And I, we didn't, I didn't end up doing it, but it was just really cool to, I mean, pit next to Kaguchi, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and just see him driving out there. And yeah. And then that whole time, I mean, that's where. I met Alexi. I mean, L.A. from Chicago, you know, L.A. Mm-hmm. from Chicago. I met him there for the first time. He, oh, really? That's what he was he, stationed in He Japan. didn't move yet. Yeah. He okay. was, that's where I met him. Um, what a trip. You meet him yeah. there. Um, who before. else did I meet for the first time? Why am I forgetting his name? Um, he works on your car. Um, he lowered your car too low. <laughs> Utah. <laughs> Utah, yeah. yeah Sorry, Utah. Utah. Yeah. So yeah. I met Utah there at the same yeah. time. We were all like, it's just crazy who I met. Yeah. at this event and then um but that was the same time where i you know we drove g1 um, yeah with andy gray and, and what is g1 so g1 is g stands for gaijin yeah which damn. is foreigner damn <laughs> yeah but i mean it, it was put together by yes i am um <laughs> by the power vehicles guys you know andy um to just have a little competition for all the foreigners who came for for that event mm-hmm. i mean I mean, when you go to Drift Matsuri Ebisu, it's like 90% like Australian, New yeah. Zealand. Yeah. Like it's it's super foreign, right? But so he put together this event to a competition, which was really cool. So I got to drive that, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. But even there, I mean, I met Andy. I met, I mean, it was judged by Kumakobo. And, yeah. you know, um, who else was it judged by? Suenaga. Yeah, Suenaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was judged by Suenaga. So, and just met some really cool people there. I mean, I got to drive with Andy, you know, in the final top fours, I think I drove with Andy. Yeah. He beat me. I mean, but it's Andy. Andy it's drives. Andy. I mean, what are you going to do? He right? lives at Ebisu. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I beat Andy and His that, cars have always been good, too. Andy, yeah. Who? You guys got to clarify. Sorry, Andy Gray. Andy yeah. Gray of Power Group. I mean, he lives on track, right? So <laughs> he lives on track. So if I, yeah. It was a really good battle, I remember, too. But um, I remember I ran out of gas remember what it was yeah yeah i remember transitioning in the car down like i don't have gas (laughs) because the gas was really far and it was like you kept going yeah and i didn't i didn't think i would get that far in the competition yeah yeah yeah. but uh it was a lot of fun though but just met so many cool people while there Mm -hmm. stay in touch with a lot of them too but yeah it was a really really cool time and i think just so lucky to be there at that time yeah Yeah. you were in the like the mecca the hub yeah yeah. How long was that? How long were you in Japan? About four and a half or five years. Yeah. And then it ended. Yeah, then it ended. And it ended, which is probably good, I would say, to be quite honest Why? with you. I mean, so we moved to Hawaii. My girlfriend at the time, now wife. I mean, I realized at that point, I mean, that was a time when I was spending 
every dollar, every waking minute yeah. on cars. But you were but addicted. you were you were <laughs> I have you to were the dream. I remember you were yeah. very well aware that you knew that like this might be my only chance I can do this. Yeah. I can live selfishly. Yeah. I remember you yeah, yeah. you had some other things going on in your life yeah. and you gave it all up so that you can be selfish. Yep. You can take take life by its reins and just yeah. you know like like do what you've always wanted to do regardless of what yeah. else was happening. And yeah, this I mean, was I, your time to experience. Yeah, what there's you no regrets yeah. at all. At all, there's no regrets. Um, but I could see, like, if I was still there today, I would probably be doing the same thing, which is fine. I was just, I wouldn't have two beautiful daughters. You'd be a lonely, be a lonely be driver. Lonely, I'd be, lonely driver. I'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be happy driving, but it, yeah. you know, it'd be a different lifestyle, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So it was a really good time for me to to take a break. Yeah. Um, go to Hawaii, which was almost nice because it was like cold turkey, right? Yeah. I mean. There was no drifting there. Hawaii was dead by that point, yeah. right? Unfortunately. Um, and so it just forced me to just kind of focus on other things. Mm-hmm. But I was still connected, obviously. You know, we would talk a lot. I was connected with Club FR stuff. I would go back and forth for events and stuff yeah. like that to just be around. So, yeah. But it was nice to let me focus my life in a different area. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And, you know, do some things I've always wanted to do, like have a family, get married, have kids, you know, yeah, don't want to do. So it was really good for me. But at the same time, there was a lot of withdrawal. Like, yeah, I mean, talk to a cigarette smoker who goes cold turkey. Like, it's hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's something inside of us, all of us in this in, in this culture is just I can't get it out. Right? Yeah. I can't yeah. just stop looking at cars or watching drifting videos or. Yeah. It's just part of me. It's always right? going to be a part of right? you. I feel like it's so, just a lifestyle that we, yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah. You, I mean, you, yeah. you said like you made that comparison with the cigarette smoker and you're, yeah. you're not like a typical, you wouldn't be a typical cigarette smoker. You're like one of those people that go like seriously through withdrawal and you're like always thinking about it. And, yeah. um, you know, even though I, I honestly, I don't know how you've gone this long without getting a drift car. I don't know either. I mean, I'm on one hand, I am definitely, I'm definitely um, cheap too. <laughs> like, I don't know if that comes with having kids or whatever. I don't think you're, I don't think you're but cheap. You're just spending you're, your money in the most meaningful. You know, way. I mean, you're learning to be responsible. Yeah. You're you're learning that uh, your financial decisions don't only yeah. impact yourself now. It's true. And I know you feel yeah. an immense amount of guilt like other people like Damon who, yeah. <laughs> you know, should I sell my car this week? We talk Maybe about I'll sell it. it next week. We talk about that too. Yeah, shout yeah. out Damon. Yeah. yeah. But I Girl mean, you arrived yeah. here at the studio yeah. and we're talking because like, like I may rob park in the back, like away. <laughs> and like the rest of us are parked in the front <laughs> with like our nice, like fixed up cars. And, yeah. you know, they're driftable, right? And yeah. then Rob rolls up and we're like, oh, you can park over there. <laughs> so like, I'm like, Rob, when are you going to be able to come and like park with us? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, it's for me, it'll happen. I just think it has to be the right time, the right, mm. the right thing. Yeah. And I mean, we've all talked about this i mean the prices of things that we took for granted oh, almost so sad. are crazy mm-hmm. yeah so to get in it these days just doesn't yeah i don't know how people do it these days i don't know i mean they're just yeah. spending a lot more money than yeah. we did um and because that's in my head it's like this should cost x yeah and i think things change it's just it makes it harder to make that jump right? yeah. yeah you know well you told me so, you're gonna get a miata so i don't know what you're saying i just keep getting drawn back to yeah. them like I- i've driven a lot of cars um my own 
you know, I always got a lot of uh, crap because I, would, uh, I wouldn't be bashful at drift days, like jumping in other cars. Yeah. <laughs> or like getting in Simba's car. I yeah, yeah. I, I think I broke Simba's car like two or three times. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Let me Simba. show you what your car can do. <laughs> but um, but I was never bashful at getting in cars. Yeah. And you know, I really wanted yeah. to get in. So, um, but Miata, just it always felt like home for me. Mm. Like it just did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And again, I was never big angle kind of driver. Mm. It, just, it just fit my style. So yeah, yeah. it's just home. Yeah, so hmm. I, I hope I can get into one again. Which yeah, one? It'd be fun. Another MB second generation. Yep. Yeah. All right. Just, just kind of boring because I should probably do something different. Maybe get a newer one. But oh, but they're like forty grand or thirty-five grand. I don't know. Yeah, they're so yeah, they're a lot. Yeah, but maybe we can uh, yeah help you find one. <laughs> yeah. Get you back in. But you know, I know it's one day it'll happen. It'll happen yeah. <laughs> But I mean, let's go to today. I mean, you're yeah. still involved. Yeah. And and tell us like how you're still involved with things today. I mean, I'm definitely not as involved as I have been. You know, Club FR is kind of running outside of me. I mean, I, yeah. I stepped back quite a while ago. You know, Phil and, and John Kim and you know, Simba and a host of other people that I, I actually don't really know because I've been away so long keeping it running. I mean, I think it's crazy. Um I think next year we're going to hit Drift Day 100. Wow. Which is That's awesome. crazy like, yeah. to think about. Um, well, think about yeah. it like this also. Um, Drift Day, original Drift Day, yeah. never got that far. I was wondering, how. do you remember how? I don't know how far it got, go? but it, it, I don't know. it definitely, it stopped a long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, and we're well over 100 if you count all of the like offshoots that we've done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's really cool to see. And I want to get more involved now that I'm back here in California and it's mm-hmm. easier for me to get to Chicago and get to these things. Just to, just to show up and just yeah see what's going on again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to be part of it again a little bit would be really, yeah. really cool. But yeah, I think it's, I mean, we're involved in it almost like on a worldwide scale too. Cause yeah. it's really cool. Cause I come here and I see you guys or I go to Texas. I went to Texas for work and I, I can meet people through the community. Yeah. You know, I went to New Zealand for work and I, you know, I, I see Keske and I meet like. I didn't know you met up with Keske. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the whole thing is it's all connected and we stay interacting together on the internet. Awesome. So I can go around the world and meet all these people because of this. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so fortunate, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's really cool. And so it's. All your internet friends. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. But we're all connected, and we yeah. all kind of know our stories, and it's just a really cool, tight-knit community, even though it's worldwide. Yeah. Yep. And then just to, to keep tabs on all the events that are going on, the grassroots stuff is really fun. Yeah. And then just – but for Chicago itself, just to see where it's come and where it keeps going, mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Going on strong. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh let's finish up by um telling us your thoughts on yeah. uh drifting today. Well, what are your thoughts? Drifting today. I, I have immense um admiration for the guys that drive now. Like I like we said earlier, I, I couldn't drive at that level. How they drive, what they drive. Yeah. I just I couldn't hang. The I grassroots sure. the grassroots dedication, yeah. level of dedication yeah. is so much higher than yeah. what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, all these guys, I mean, they spend so much money. Yeah. And that's almost what's crazy to me is how much money they spend. Because mm-hmm. for us, I mean, it was expensive, but it wasn't like 
as crazy. I feel yeah. like we could eat still. Yeah. Like we can right? go to hat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it's just a natural progression of what drifting is. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it, because it is more expensive, I think some of the style maybe is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can't spend as much money on not making the car look as good because you know, you're going to drive as hard. Yeah. So it's an interesting kind of conundrum, right? Yeah. If I could drive like guys drive now, my my car probably wouldn't have been as cool mm-hmm. looking because right. I wouldn't have been able to because I know I'm just going to mess it up. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. Unless so, you learned how to paint and then exactly, you know, right. do it all yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I don't really follow professional drifting too much anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just not what I'm into. Yeah. I well, watch, let's, let's I stick to old, grassroots. Yeah. I mean, grassroots stuff, I think is still awesome. I think there's a lot of great guys doing cool things with grassroots. Mm-hmm driving for just the love of driving yeah right yeah and i think that's what's going to keep the the scene going yeah you know i mean pro stuff will always be there but it's not accessible for 99 percent of the people who mm-hmm. actually want to drive yep. mm-hmm. so i just think it's people need to find that new platform as well i mean because 240s corollas the standard platforms are just super expensive now yep so it's finding those new platforms that are a little bit more accessible to keep it going, that are accessible to people who are just getting into it. Yeah. You know, because I think the really cool thing when we were starting was you could get, I mean, you could get 240s and, and such for fairly cheap, but I mean, that's RX-8s were new. We had a lot of people with RX-8s. It yeah. was still a thing you could get into. Yeah. Um, it's finding those platforms. And I know Toyota is doing that a lot with their platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your fave new platform? Newish New doesn't need to be platform. like twenty four, but twenty three. You could be like two thousands. Oh, two thousands is pretty old too, right? I know, right? My gosh, this yeah. is two thousand twenty three. Is this is this something that I can get here or can't get here? Can you can get, get here, yeah, in the U.S. in the U.S. somewhere in the U.S. You can still get it. Oh, well, I mean, I've always been a JZX fan. I mean, I okay. could technically get it in other okay. states, He's right? Cheating. Yeah. He's cheating. Am I cheating? You're yeah. cheating. US domestically, market. you can get domestic domestically. Domestically, yeah. yeah. Man, I, I've always really wanted to get a really good S14. Mm. I mean, it's not new though. I don't know if that that doesn't really answer That's your question. That's not new. Right? That's ninety-eight. Bro. Yeah, yeah, sorry, no. bro. Newer. Newer. I tried the IS three hundred thing, and I wasn't really, mm-hmm. I wasn't really into it. Not for everyone. Um, did you ever drift it? Never, not once did you have the itch to you, get it you sideways. You owned one and you didn't drift it? It was the Sport Cross Wagon automatic, still, you know? Still. Dang. I was in Hawaii. Bro. You changed. I mean, that I doesn't changed. really matter. You can go sample. <laughs> I don't we wanna... learned that one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sample. <laughs> no sample for you. I didn't go tantalus and sample. No. Dang. Dang. No. Okay. Okay. But, um, but no, I don't, you know, I think newer stuff, there's a lot of good potential out there. It's just. Take, it's so much harder to do with all these new cars, I think. Yeah. There's, there's a lot new of challenges things you got to override. Cars. Yeah. Yeah. You now, Mark, we talked about it like the, you know, electric steering now and just like whole yeah. new challenges of yeah. kind of hurdles and making it feel like it should feel at least how we should, right. how we think it it's should It's just not going right? to feel like an S13, right? Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Well, we just watched so, that video that, is it a KG video where he was driving the Hellcat? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he couldn't figure it out because yeah. he didn't know he how to override fully everything. Disable yeah. the, the traction yeah. control. But I think yeah. it's fun too. I mean, you see, like, there's an insurgence now of like C4 Corvettes. Yeah. yeah. C4 C5 Corvette. I don't know which one it is. I think but it's C5. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I'm a fan. I never. Yeah, I don't cool. think I ever. I never thought I would say that, but I I'm know. a those those cars when they are yeah. 
modified with some Japanese flair. Yeah. Man, they look You know really that's a girl good. car. You know that's a girl car, just like a 240. It's like a Barbie car? I feel car. like yeah. that's a Barbie car. Yeah. I, I might... Oh, just like a Miata. Oh, yeah, like a Miata. I've dealt with that my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> but I made it work. I made it you work. You did. You did make... Yeah. I, I do have to say, we didn't talk about it, but uh, your mod, Miata looked really good with those uh, the two-piece uh, SSR, SSRs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's um, funny. I always get a lot of comments on how how much people enjoyed the style of my car. Yeah. And, and it, what th- those were 16s, right? 16, yeah. It, Bring it back. Bring it like back. If you told me that <laughs> you would put 16, 16-inch SSR on a NB yeah. Miata and it would look yeah. good, I'd be like, no, it doesn't. It, yeah. looked, it looked great. I mean, but that was back when... I was pushing the envelope on the fitment too, yeah. right? Like yeah. I remember math like crazy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 16 by eight in the front, 16 by nine plus 13 in the back, which yeah. is effective 16 eight zero. Like I just, I did so much math and I yeah. bought those when I was in Japan because it was yeah. the only place I could get the offsets I wanted. Yeah. yeah. But I got so much feedback on how the car looked and how I had great style. And I'm like, yeah. all the car was, was OEM lip kit. Yeah. Lower, like really low, Lowered with on wheels. those wheels, like that was it. that's but, it. But that's all you. Know? you but that's all you needed for that swag. That's yeah, the thing. I mean, and that it's car. Like, I mean, that was all I could really do yeah. with that car well, too. Right? No, but yeah. that's like that's the charm of it. Yeah. Is that that's but that's it. It's a little bothersome to me that no one's really come close for me at least oh. in the U.S. Oh. And it there and for how simple ones. it was. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I um, mean, I, I think it's really cool from the Miata perspective. I mean, we had a really cool community with, with yeah. that. You know, my Roadster Drift yes. community was We didn't really talk cool. about your website, Roadster Drift, but yeah. it really it brings together roads, uh, you know, Miata enthusiasts yeah. around. I, I mean, I could only vouch for people around the country, but. Yeah. I mean, we had international people, but it was, in its heyday, it was really, really good. And yeah. I think we had a really cool You were community. like the yeah. source of Miata drifting information. Yeah, it was great. We had it all on that website, right? Yeah. And a lot came out of that. I mean, so many people still drive Miatas, but I mean, that's where I first got connected with like Chelsea Denofa. Yeah. I mean, he started in a Miata, mm. right? And there's so many people connected from that website too. But I think to see where drifting in that platform has gone in yeah. the past 20 years too is yeah. pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. And to have been there in the beginning of that, to yeah. like push it forward a bit yeah, was really yeah, yeah. cool to show that it could be possible. Yeah, yeah. Which is really fun. So, because it was... I mean, you know, everyone was in 240, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, I hope you get to bring it back. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if I can do it justice to that's That's the, the thing that pulls oh. me back and forth, right? Yeah. Is I can't do it you like I did. You, you don't need to because look at what Kazama's doing, right? Aren't true. you true, 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 true. so happy that he's in a green S15? <laughs> it doesn't matter if he's doing good or not. Like, you're yeah, just yeah. happy to see that. He's in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can yeah. relaunch your website like Roadster Drift 2. We're gonna have to fix that. Trying. Yeah, <laughs> got hacked like ten years ago, and I've kind of. Not... Benson will get you. I'll help you fix it. Yeah, we'll Benson will help you. Yeah. He's the we'll web whiz. Yeah, web I'm not, whiz. but we'll help. We'll get <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. we'll, we'll get figure it, it out. He'll he'll let his yeah. people help you. Yeah, but, uh, but that was a, that was a cool community. So it was yeah. a good time. Yeah, yeah. love it. Glad yeah. to hear it. Yeah. All right. Okay, um, let's uh, let's close up this episode, uh, Rob. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, just like spending. We've known each other for so long. We've never spent this time just like no. rehashing the past and talking about all the cool things that you did. And um, it's it's so cool hearing it. And you know, as as someone who came from Chicago, someone who you know not not a place that was known for um, its contributions to drifting, it is now something completely different. Yeah. And see to see how far you come and to see how much you've done for 
for all of us who are watching you and, um, you know, wishing we were able to do what you are doing. And now you, I mean, in fact, you see a lot of people doing what you're doing now. Um, but you've done a lot of really cool things and you've done so much for the drifting community in the Midwest and to, to grow drifting culture there and, and help it to progress to what it is today, which is, you know, today it's, uh, it's a trendsetter, you know, um, with what, it, what Final Bout is doing and, um, you know, just also to see you progress as an adult, as a human being and, and getting married and, and having kids and, um, having a beautiful family and, and learning how to be a father. Like it's, it's great to just see how far we've both come together in parallel. Um, and I'm just so happy for you and I'm glad that we can spend this time to give you your flowers for what you've done. And, um, and just to let you know that I appreciate you as a friend and, um, and appreciate all the things that we've shared together. And now that you're back in LA, you know, that we can make more memories together and, and continue doing what we've been doing all these years. So new thank drift, you. New drift memories together. Yeah. Cheers to that. Wow, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. And yeah. yeah I, I echo everything you're saying. It's so good to be here. And I appreciate everything, all the help. I mean, helping me move to LA. Yeah. Helping me find our first place in LA. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah I, I echo that. And, yeah, our friendship is long. It's been 20-something years, guys. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty awesome. Dating us. So, yeah, I really appreciate it. Appreciate being here. Um, and thank finally, you guys for everything you've done person. to help us um, in the Midwest yeah. you know, um, push along. So, thank yeah. you guys. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. Cheers to more years come of friendship. Bye. Come bye. Internet friends. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Salady Mania Podcast Season 2. Brought to you by Falcon Tires. Produced by Benson Sue and Nadine Sue. Audio and video engineering by Mark Mondoy. Graphic design and motion graphics by Steve Nakamura. Got a question or comment for us? Call or text us on our hotline at 323-607-6075 and maybe you can be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you download your podcasts. 